This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Mikey Bones, and as always, we are joined with Kat Valor and Robert Humphrey. What's going on, guys? Uh, we are still in murder madness mode. Yeah. It's a whole goddamn mood, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. People, I started catching flack this week. This is the first week I really got any flack from people. Yeah. Dude, we did some things last week. Mm-hmm. This is the problem here. Uh, some shit went down. Big name's gone. Uh, we might start getting like death threats soon, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. I feel like we kind of do get them already, sort of in a way. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of not, threats coming our way yeah, for the right? show. This is yeah. fucking not good, man. Not good. Um, but yeah, we just wrapped up round two last week. We are going to dive into round three shortly. We are here in the Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah, we are. Damn, I didn't see. I'm not into like uh, actual uh, March Madness. Like, I'm not yeah. really, you know, I don't follow it at all. Oh, yeah. So, uh, very disappointing, I know. But uh, <laughs> Rob's just here, like throwing out actual terminology, and you I and I are just here, like nodding, like, yeah, sweet sixteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Of course, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's one of the very few sports I do not follow. But um, yeah. So uh, th- what that means is the people that win tonight move on to the Elite Eight. Right. All there right. You go. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get into round three shortly. Uh, now is the time where we started getting, uh, like, like Rob said, we're starting to catch a lot of shit. Cat actually caught a decent amount of shit. Um, I wanted to bring <laughs> I'm glad. I think Cat doesn't catch nearly enough shit for the stuff she says on this show. <laughs> You've said that several times. I know it's you say that always all true. The time. Yeah, yeah. You like you really, really stand by that one, huh? Yeah, I mean it. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> um, everybody blow cat up. Poor cat. Don't. I'll ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> she really will. She just does to us all the time. Like, this is fucking. A tweet from IR Chris. I wanted to to bring up. Uh, and see what Kat thinks about this publicly, even though... Um, oh, I can't wait for you to hear what I have to say about this publicly. <laughs> yeah, she kind of really shut this shit down, because I had, you know, I was teasing her about it in our, our little <laughs> chat, and I was like, oh, look at this. And uh, she she really, she, she hit the kill switch on it, to say the least. <laughs> and uh, uh, anyway, uh, Chris's tweet reads, uh, we're going to go hear this. Uh, he was complaining about there was a two-parter, I can't find the other one uh, he was complaining about Kat getting her vote in early so she didn't have to tie break anything and uh, Chris was kind of poking at that and he said every time she slips up or cheats the vote uh, she loses her vote 
and the Patreon chosen at uh, Patreon chosen at random gets her pick for good or for bad. Yeah. So, a couple things to say about that. Uh, mm-hmm. First, it started. He called me a coward uh, oh, for right. not wanting to tie break anymore right, right. in the original tweet, and the premise was that I will always vote last moving forward. Uh, and first of all, I want to point out that Mikey changed his vote from, he talked me in to voting for Clarice Starling last week and then changed his vote so that people wouldn't be mad at him for voting (laughs) for (laughs) Clarice against Ash after Rob and I made that decision. So if anyone needs to be called out for uh, their behavior last week, I don't think it's me. (laughs) I was playing within the rules last week. I, uh, I, I agree 100% and also hey. think that everyone should call out Mikey on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Two sides against the middle, son of a bitch, you. Wow. That being said, if you guys want me tie-breaking exclusively, you are going to regret it. Here, listen. Also, just logistically, this doesn't yeah. work. This idea of giving <laughs> the Patreon your pick, that doesn't work. That blows the whole show up. How the hell are we going to do that? That was going to be my uh, final thing is like, I will, and I say this every year because I don't like doing the brackets. Uh, I am more than happy to step down during bracket season and let Greg yeah. have my place on the show. Not a random patron, Greg. You know what's going to happen? You're going to come back after the brackets are over, Cat, to a show that's hosted by just Greg. By her and Greg. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be you and Greg because I will be out. Could you imagine? Uh, yeah, that that's true. First of all, actually, uh, I mean, I believe what I did because I made the argument. Damn it, for a very <laughs> difficult choice. I used a tiny little clause in what we did. I mean, hey man, that's where, that's where my vote went. The right thing was done. I washed my hands with it, and I found a little loophole. But uh, yeah, cat's punishment truly is doing the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I will say this: I think you're both cowards, because uh, I just state my my. I just go after it, man. I don't give a fuck. I'm not hiding from these people. He's got a point. <laughs> no, Rob backed down for something recently, and I can't remember what I backed down on. What I might have been convinced to, to to change my vote from one thing to another. That will happen. No, it wasn't on the show. Oh. I don't know, man. Yeah, in real life, I'm a coward. What are you talking about? (laughs) It was on Twitter. Uh, He did did something where I'll remember it as we go, I'm sure. He did something. Uh But But, yeah, look, all right. If it was on Twitter and it was somebody bitching at me about something, chances are I tried to just pass the buck because I didn't want to deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't remember what it was right now on top of my head. But damn it, man, I found a loophole, cat. You can't get mad at me for that. That's innovative. I mean, you know, come on. It's like like in basketball when they beam the ball at somebody's ankle when they got them in the corner, it goes out of bounds. Like, oh, it went out on you. But yeah, I mean, uh, we're we're kind of fucked because if we make Cat just be the tiebreaker, this is going to be a very weird bracket. (laughs) So, I mean, do we really want that, Chris? I, it's not going to be as much of an issue because we are, as Rob has taught us today, we're in the Sweet 16. Uh, I, I have stronger opinions <laughs> oh, great. about okay. these. Nice. Yeah. For the gonna... most part, there I 
I don't remember all the matchups. I don't have them in front of me right now, but we, um, I, I was looking over them last week and it's like, there are a few that's still like, what, why? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've really but, been studying them too. No, you haven't. No, I don't, even know, I don't <laughs> know what any of them are. Um, are we going to address Greg's tweet? Um, I didn't get around to, yeah, I guess we might as well. But he has a list yeah. of complaints. Yeah, I have that one up if you need it. Yeah, yeah. I think we all do. He tweeted it, retweeted it, fucking <laughs> 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 my notification three times. Yeah, yeah. And he, I told you, I jumped on his TikTok earlier because he went live and he brought it up and I was like, oh, yeah, I got to go. Look at that. <laughs> Darth Gregor, I believe, right? Is yeah. TikTok yeah. yeah. Very interesting. It's a fun, it's a fun thing. When he does his live stuff, it's a lot of fun. Right. Um, so yeah, except when you get yelled at. Yeah, yeah. Except for, <laughs> but to be honest, every time I get on there, he's yelling at me about something, which is usually good. So I'll, you know. I'll admit. Um. Anyway, he thinks that um, that uh, if, if McCready has a flamethrower, then um, Cecilia uh, would have the suit, and uh, that she suffered a lot more trauma than Sarah did, and so we should have picked her over Sarah. That's that's. Didn't I pick her over Sarah? I Wait a minute. Know. You might have. I think I did. This isn't a trauma contest, though. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's not, not the way it goes. Cause, yeah. I mean, uh, then Jennifer Anderson would have won because, you know, I, I can only oh, imagine yeah, the trauma being the most beautiful woman alive. Uh -huh. you know? Yeah, and but getting mud on your LA gears. Did, did you imagine? Um, and then he says that uh, Ash had to deal with deadites and Clarice Starling dealt with a human. Um, which is a fair enough point. It, yeah, it's a fair enough point, I think. But I do still think that, that Clarice would, would get Ash because Ash would fuck up. It, yeah, it's just that Ash deals with them by failing upwards. Right, which... yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he uh, his last comment is just fucking Laurie Strode overrated. <laughs> I mean, I can't do anything with that. I mean, there's just it's, it clearly it's like he has a mental defect. <laughs> um, and, you know, you can't you can't help anybody like that. Yeah, he, Greg, I love you to death, man. You 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 being a little biased on that one. Man. I you, look who you're talking to, man. I love Sydney. Just uh, arguably, uh, her franchise might have taken the crown from my top franchise. Which is ridiculous, but okay. I I don't know. I'm up in the air still, and you stop it. That's not ridiculous. That's and I solidly now. know what my favorite franchise is. No, you don't. <laughs> but. <laughs> Man, Lori, look at what Lori's put in front of us, and the back end of her 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 time with the Halloween franchise, man. I don't think head to head Sydney's gonna take it. And even by the way, even with that suit, stupid fucking suit, stab a pen in it, and it's you're not invisible anymore. It's done. So, I, yeah. I I still say you underrate the suit. It's stupid, but I I think that uh, the descent lady is much tougher than the invisible man lady. So. Yes. I can't remember any of their names. <laughs> the invisible suit is no longer invisible under many circumstances. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, didn't in the movie wasn't it like the first real fight it got into, or second, or something? Like it was just oh, undone. And it well, was the prototype. Oh, still. Yeah, she <laughs> stabbed it with in the shower thing. It's not going to be upgraded in this. It's still a prototype. It's, it's, uh -oh. <laughs> suit is awesome anyway yeah that that's greg yeah. camp springwood on twitter at uh darth gregor 
on uh, TikTok. Man, you know, like seriously though, kudos to Greg. I hate to give him credit because he's Greg, but like Greg is the last person I'd ever, ever imagine embracing TikTok, let alone being on it. I know. When I, when I heard he was on TikTok, I thought it was a joke. Me too. <laughs> like I thought somebody was, was, I thought you got, I don't remember who told me. I don't remember if it was him or, or you or somebody told me. And I thought, no, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He ain't right. on TikTok. But he's working it on there, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does a good job. It was a great job. Yeah, and it's just very strange. And we were talking before we got on here about uh, you catch the Easter egg if uh, uh, you sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com yep. forward slash slash radio. If you're not a cheap bastard, <laughs> yes, uh, you know who's not a cheap bastard is Nate. Nate, Nate, no, sign back up, back to member of the Patreon. Appreciate uh, all right, you Nate, much. welcome back. Welcome back. Congratulations on being a winner in life. I don't know how to follow that, but mm. uh, yeah. So we were talking about having Amber on for uh, for the Texas Chainsaw 2022 yeah. episode after this yeah. all said and done. Greg's going to be lurking, man. Oh, uh, he is. He is. I think the terms and conditions of her appearance on this show would have to be like Greg needs to be confined somewhere. <laughs> is that fair or no? I don't know. I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can make kidnapping and, and holding hostage a, a term of being on the show but you know we'll see what we can do i don't think we'd be legally liable as long as we're not the ones doing the that's true right that's true well, i'll help her check do with it. our legal team i'll help well, her do it yeah well, that's gonna be an issue <laughs> but no she doesn't even need to kidnap him i mean she, he's already there you're just not letting him leave yeah but when you don't let somebody leave you know what that's called what kidnapping oh fuck really yeah. I thought that was when you move somebody like more than three feet against their will or something. No, 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 no. If you don't let somebody <laughs> leave, it's considered kidnapping. Feet. Isn't that the law? I kidnapped him, officer, but I only moved him two feet. <laughs> I only moved him two and a half feet, so he's full of shit, officer. I didn't kidnap him. <laughs> I thought that was the law or something. It's like whatever it was, a certain distance is I don't no, know. No, I'm I'm pretty sure that's not the law at no. all. So you really need a legal department on this show. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure that's not <laughs> legal definition of kidnapping. Let's see this. Very educational. Anybody who's listening right now and you're thinking about kidnapping somebody, yeah, which we don't condone, but if you're going to do it, you know, you should be prepared with all the legal knowledge. Know what you're up against. Uh -huh. Know the potential charges. A crime, uh, a crime at common law consisting of an unlawful restraint. Okay, restraint of a person's liberty by force or show of force. Okay, uh, so so as to send the victim into another what? Another country? What? No, that's not right. Under modern law, this crime will usually be found. Uh, this is ridiculous. So we is what is kidnapping really now? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You have to. You have to get on a legal uh, forum, ask them, and then report back to us. Yeah. No. Nope. Here's the thing. Uh, it's a verb. Take someone away illegally by force, typically to obtain a ransom. Okay. That doesn't sound correct either. <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I know for a fact you do not have to take someone anywhere to be charged with kidnapping. How do you know this for a fact? Now I'm scared. I'm just. I'm, listen. <laughs> Wait. This comes from a judge, damn it. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Various legal professionals have told me. <laughs> Holy shit. What's going on? What is what is this show anymore? 
Yeah, I have no idea. idea. Defining kidnapping. I can't wait to see the law YouTube review us, where it's like <laughs> lawyer react slasher radio. We should <laughs> get Larry Zerner. Don't on. know what kidnapping is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send send an email to Larry Zerner. Hey, we need somebody to define kidnapping. Can you come on? Come on the show. Define kidnapping real quick. <laughs> if he's any type of professional, his first response would be like, "Why? What are we?" <laughs> trying to kidnap me like what are we doing i don't think this is a discussion i want recorded <laughs> can you imagine like calling some kind of ransom like hey i got larry zerner in my trunk right now <laughs> the kid from friday the 13th yes <laughs> in my trunk now oh fuck me um all right uh do you guys want to get into the news and then we can uh move forward with this shit yeah, yeah. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. <clears throat> Rob Zombie shares new photos of the Monsters reboot cast, Rob. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to send this to you guys on Twitter. Oh, Here's great. There. Okay, yeah, why don't you send it over? His two favorite things, getting Twitter mm-hmm. links and Rob Zombie pictures. Well, <laughs> fuck me, I don't even think this damn post works. I don't see... Look, you know, and this is by John Spires. <laughs> if this doesn't work, John... I see it. You do? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the top one. There should be one below. Yeah, I see it. It's from Rob Zombie's Instagram. Uh, don't work for me. Did they block yeah. me from me? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Bloody <block>. disgusting <laughs> blocked specifically their second tier images. Did you get blocked from Rob? Did Rob Zombie block you on Instagram? Did you imagine that'd be heartbreaking. And I'm the one that defends him. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit. All right. So I, I can't see it over here. Uh, what do you think, Rob? I mean, uh, all right. So let's see. So the photo is kind of weird because it's like them and they're getting makeup put on or something. Um, but Herman looks good. Okay. The wife looks good. I can't remember what's her name? Lily or something? Lily, the, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I still think Grandpa looks weird. Yeah. He looks like the one who's gonna hillbilly it up. <laughs> uh but I don't know if how much hillbilly it up he's gonna do because it's rated PG. So I don't know what to expect all from this movie, to be honest with you. But I mean honestly the, it looks good. Again, another black and white picture. Um, I still don't. Is is this going to be a black and white movie? Because all of the pictures have been black and white. Not all of them, but most of them. I would I not expect know. it to be a black and white movie. I think the remember the one in the basement that you got worried about because had all that shit in the background. I don't think that was. Oh uh, yeah, and I white. think yeah, yeah, you're right. That may have been in color. Yeah, I don't all know right. what he's doing. No, I don't know either. Um, but anyway, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I, so two out of the three characters look good. And the one looks dull. Cat, yeah. do you care about this? Uh, n- no, I'm I'm gonna enjoy it. It can yeah. be good or bad. I'm gonna have a fun time with it. I think. Um, Rob yeah, Zombie, me too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says good time like Rob Zombie. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Uh, all right. Uh, next up is The Walking Dead. Final episode. Uh, they wrap. Uh, where the hell's the date? This article was posted two days ago. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right, too. So uh, we're recording right now on the 3rd. Uh, so that so would have been on April Fool's Day. Probably, which it, I think it is uh, 
Oh no, it's the 31st, Walking Dead. Okay. At T Walking D World. Yeah, you might want to rethink that handle. Uh, anyway, so they tweeted it out. Uh, apparently on the 31st of March, they wrapped the final episode filming of The Walking Dead. All right. Because uh, you know what's fucked up, too? <laughs> this like little stretch they just went on with episodes is not the last episodes. Oh, really? I found that out recently. Apparently, they broke up this last season into several parts. Nice. <laughs> so it's going to stretch until like uh, October where a new season would begin and they mm-hmm. stretched it out. You know, like I'll admit, let it go. Yeah. You know, because I tried watching Walking Dead. I haven't really watched Walking Dead since Rick was no longer on the show. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> I tried watching it recently and it's still, it's it's not that it's bad. It's just nowhere near what it was and it, it's just time to let it go. I can't even imagine it being worse than what it was at the beginning. You are wrong. Cat, where are you at when you're walking dead? You had to watch all of it, right? Yeah, Cat's yeah. making me mad when she was doing that. Had, had to. Uh, I'm in the last season. You're enjoying it way too much, Cat. It's, it, there's crazy stuff that happens in mm-hmm. it. How many years has that been on? 12 years. Yeah. 12 years? Yeah. Yeah. And in that 12 years, like three crazy, interesting things happened, probably. No. Listen, I don't care. that I liked yeah. those three crazy, interesting things. <laughs> and for the rest and of I got time, paid for all the rest of it. So. No, I mean, damn it, Rob. Can you at least give it like, that's a, that's a run, man. Mm-hmm. The, the ratings it's achieved in that run have been historic. Right. It's a good, it's had a good run. People like it. It's fine. It just sucks. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very redeeming. Uh, also, to go from actual factual news to like random shit I heard, uh, does Norman's Dor- bleh, I can't talk anymore. Does Norman Reedus have a book coming out this year? Probably. I, I had read that he was doing something. I thought he was doing a picture book. Isn't he the guy who did like the picture book? Oh, yes. is he? Is that him? He did that. Uh, I actually got that for Grandma Bones for Christmas. Not this last year, the year before, I believe. He did do that. I don't know if he's doing another one. He has a novel coming out, it looks like. Hmm. This is from... Oh, wait, shit, this is kind of old. This is from December, though. Uh, it's called The Ravaged. Uh, I don't see a release date for it, though. Oh, April 5th. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's, like, coming out <laughs> soon. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yep, so it's a novel. Um... It's described as a fast-paced, up-in-your-face story about three different people on personal quests with eerily uh, parallel outcomes. Oh. Sounds terrible. No! (laughs) What? You're just gonna hate on everything now. I'll see the movie. (laughs) What if it's directed by Rob (laughs) Zombie? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, um... Yeah, so my Walking Dead is the stretching it out a little even for me to defend at this point shows shows do that like um ozark is in its last season and they've decided to break it up into two yeah like stupid just give me the damn show what are you doing but walking dead's been doing this yeah you know like even you were joking like oh it's never gonna end it's like it seriously feels like it's never gonna fucking end yeah. and there's also rumors like i think daryl and carol got their own spinoff <laughs> i know go ahead <laughs> I love it. 
Daryl and Carol. Reminds me of the old Newhart show. My brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. <laughs> There's also another, like, I think another two are rumored to be getting a spinoff. Like, if they're getting spinoffs that are in the Walking Dead world, why aren't you just continuing to make the Walking Dead? I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> maybe it's one of those, like, Game of Thrones things where the, the writers, the showrunners are just like, fuck it, no, we're done. <laughs> and they're like, we'll, we'll give you more time, we'll give you more episodes, you can have whatever you want. And they're just like, fuck it, no. Do eight million spinoffs, but I'm not gonna be there for yeah. it. That's another series that's pissing <laughs> me off because apparently they're doing like the movie now, that's the prequel. But yeah, the prequel, <laughs> like from what I remembered, the prequel was supposed to be a prequel so that they could get everybody in it since so many people died, and mm -hmm. apparently nobody from the show is gonna be in nope. it. Like, <laughs> what are you doing here? What? No. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Stupid. They're making a movie of what? Game of Thrones. Oh, no, I ain't gonna watch that. No. But movies based on TV shows are never good. That's my theory. Wait, 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 wait. Serenity. Didn't see it, so I don't know. Okay. But my, like, Entourage, that movie sucked. Well, the show also sucked, though, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Scream 6 will be released. Uh, about a year from right now, yep. it was given a release date of March 31st, 2020. Yeah. Go six cream coming out in a year. Not six cream. <laughs> eh, five cream too, then. Yeah, it's five cream too. Come on. <laughs> you gotta just ruin everything that I enjoy talking about. I'm not ruining it. We had the writers on the show. They, they vouched for the fact that it was called five cream. So this one's either got to be six cream or five cream part two. You really love bringing that shit up, don't you? I do. They really need to sell five cream two t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, speaking of Ghostface, uh, <laughs> Among Us, which is a game that I'm really tired of hearing about. Uh, apparently, there's going to be a Ghostface skin that is available on April 5th. It looks like. Hmm. Among Us. Is that the one where somebody tries to, like, two people try to sabotage the team or whatever? Yes, I believe. Yeah, so. I okay. played it. You've yeah. got the imposter, and yeah, I never played it either. It looks kind of fun though. Yeah. But I would only want to play if I could always be the imposter. <laughs> and I think always being the imposter defeats the purpose of playing the game because people aren't supposed to know that you're the imposter. So I could so. see Rob getting kicked out of round one a lot, where everyone's just like, "Rob's always the imposter." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the game would just be kick Rob out. Was... Yeah. <laughs> And you can't tell me that doesn't sound like a fun oh, game. Yeah, I'll say kick Rob out all day long. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like you get to kill the other people and stuff. That looks like fun. Uh, it looks like March 31st. Another March 31st. March 31st is uh, when this Ghostface thing is happening on Among Us. So uh, right. if you're 12 years old and you play Among Us, you'll listen to some <laughs> Ghostface stuff. Sometimes I watch people play Among Us, though, on Twitch. What is wrong with you? The um, what they a lot of I haven't done it in a long time. I don't know if they're still doing it actually, but a lot of AEW wrestlers would get together and play it together. So that was kind of fun. Out of all the things, Rob, you know, I get on I get on Twitch every now and then, and mm -hmm. I I stream some high level Friday the Thirteenth gaming, man. Like you, sometimes I watch you. It, it's very rare you'll come across people playing as well as me and let it hang. I know. Sometimes I, I watch you guys, but. But, you but I have a, I have, there are a handful of things I watch 
like regularly on Twitch. One of them is is the AEW if they're playing Among Us, then I'll watch that. But they haven't done it in a while. And the other one is um, there's a drag queen that has a channel where she watches uh, Mexican wrestling, and I love that. Okay, that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's incredible. Yeah, what happened to Marble? Um, the people that I used to play marbles with, they don't play it anymore. Oh, damn. Yeah, they, they kind of got away from marbles. That roller coaster really came to an end, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, marbles is an awesome game, though. Um. All right, the next thing I want to talk about, this is quick. Are you afraid the Dark is getting a new season with a Ghost Island? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what all that right. means. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what, what to take away from that, but... Amazing Canadian television show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Why do you have to remind me? You know what? <laughs> now you gotta look at it. God damn it, man. Stop ruining things. Like, do you, you just want me to have nothing left? Kind of. I mean, I think ideally. That's gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, you know what? I'm gonna look into see if this one's Canadian. What if the, the this one's Canadian, but the original's not? That could be. That could be. I hope so. God, I'm going to look into that tomorrow. Somebody could have just bought the property or whatever. Yeah, moved it to Canada like an asshole. Man, I, yeah. I'm look into that. I might get a little bit of my soul back. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, support Are You Afraid of the Dark, whether it's Canadian or not. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was cool, right? Yeah. Not bad makeup, but you know, I don't, I, I doubt they're getting a huge budget for this stuff, so that's cool. Uh, next thing up is Screenbox is announced an original documentary for the Pennywise story of it. You guys care? Screenbox still in business? Apparently so. Right. <laughs> I didn't, I literally did not know that. Okay. Um, I'm gonna watch this. I mean, depends, I guess. I'll probably watch it. Like, I'm not excited it, about it, but I will watch it. <laughs> so it's like the history of the character or whatever. Uh, I, I already history of the know movie, that. I believe of the, oh, the wait, original which movie. Okay, then yeah, yeah I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, then I might I might watch that. Yeah, Screenbox still has me blocked. I mean, I guess I would have to sign what up for Screenbox. Screenbox. Look. <laughs> Look, sometimes you get blocked, cat. It just happens. I deserve this one, sort of. But they deserved <laughs> what I did to them. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we had a tentative deal with Screenbox a long time ago, and uh, we seen they were doing something else or another podcast. So I might have just went on that because we had a, a we were getting a promo code and like a whole thing on whatever the fuck and. Uh, they wanted us to be exclusive. We had something going on with Shutter at the time. And we're like, okay, you know, that's fair. We, we, we can do that. That's what we're looking to do anyway. And then they turn around and they do shit with another podcast. And they're fucking tweeted about a promo code. And this is a podcast that has, you know, kind of stepped on our toes a little bit in the past. So all I did was go on the tweet and say, well, you could do that or you could use our promo code for Shutter. And uh, oh, wow. blocked instantly. So. Hmm. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, Screenbox still around. Look at that. And they're making some moves. They they got Freddy's Nightmare streaming. Oh. Yeah. But th- who cares about Freddy's Nightmare? <laughs> That's the thing. Um, like... I think the people like it. Not me, but people. 
They're tricking people. Because they go on there and they're going to say, oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, eh. No, I think the the people that I know or have seen on Twitter that have been watching are people who watched it when they were kids. And so it's like a nostalgia thing. Yeah. You go for them. I mean, if you get tricked because you think Freddy's Nightmares is a Nightmare on Elm Street thing, then that's on you. Well, they have. <laughs> it's fair. I mean, on the site I'm on right now, it has that Freddy's Nightmare thing on Screenbox. Yeah. Yeah, they got some stuff on here. Well, I won't be able to really see it because, you know, blocked it all. <laughs> uh, all right, last thing I wanted to mention. Find it. The Crow is apparently coming back. And uh, they're. And they cast a Scars Guard. Cat, <laughs> why they do that? I don't know. Because everyone. Uh, apparently, like 99% of people. We'll watch anything with the Scars Guard in it, I think. Which Scars Guard? It oh, the goofy looking one. <laughs> oh, that guy. Okay. I I cannot tell the Scars Guards apart. I feel bad. Um. All right. I mean, whatever. I don't. I don't hold a, a special place for the crow like a lot of people do. Like it's fine, but whatever. I mean, they had to cast somebody. They ain't gonna be. They can't bring Brandon Lee back. So, you know, it, it's just—it's so hard for me to get on board with stuff like this. And I've done it. I've mentioned it with Nightmare on Elm Street, Robert England. I, I could be wrong for this. I could very well have the wrong out, outlook on it. But it's hard for me to to see a character that had a face and was a person. I just can't get into it when it's somebody else. I can't do. It. What if what if they cast Sting <laughs> as the crow? Yeah, I mean, I'd watch it. <laughs> I love Sting, so it's, it's he got that crow thing. makeup on. He can oh, pull it off. Yeah, but that's only because of Sting. But anybody else? But see, they're not doing Sting. They're doing so, and they took somebody who like they were terrible Pennywise. Yeah, but I think with with like the crow, like he wears makeup and stuff. I don't know. I, again, no. to me, I don't really care. This is not an iconic character or an iconic movie to me. I think it's just fine. It's an iconic character. I will say I was surprised at how much I, I cared. Because if you had asked me a week ago uh, if I would be upset to see a new crow, I'd be like, nah, it's fine. And then I saw the casting and I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. And didn't they, haven't this there already made sequels? I mean, there have been sequels to The Crow, so other people have played the character. I haven't seen any of them because of this very reason. Well, I haven't seen any of them either because it's not iconic enough for me to go out and watch it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I also... But yeah, yeah. So they made, yeah, The Crow City of Angels, The Crow Stairway to Heaven, The Crow Salvation, The Crow Wicked Prayer. I mean, they've made plenty of sequels. Yeah, they were all terrible. They had terrible reviews and... The Crow 2037 was a planned sequel written and scheduled to be directed by Rob Zombie. However, it was never made. That's probably oh. the best. Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so, good. I mean, I'm just saying, it's not as if other people haven't played this character before already. But th but it was never received well. Like That's what I mean. Like, it's just, it, there's pretty much a waste of money. You're just assuming they weren't received well. I'm t no, they were not received well. Just because you haven't seen them doesn't mean they weren't received well. One of them had Iggy Pop in it, man. <laughs> What's wrong with Iggy Pop? <laughs> I don't need him in a fucking major horror movie. 
the Crow City of Angels mm-hmm. uh, has uh, um, on Rotten Tomatoes an 11%. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's the one with Iggy Pop. Yeah, and uh, Feast 2 is also higher than, than this movie, so what's yeah. that saying about it? Oh. But I will say this, Iggy Pop is in The Dead The Dead Don't Die, and that movie's awesome. That movie is fun. You should You should have more respect for Iggy Pop, Mikey. Why? Stairway to Heaven's got a 20%. Oh, just, oh, just because? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Kirsten Dunst was in The Crow Salvation. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's got 20%. Oh. How much does the original have? Hold on. Because there's one more sequel, Wicked Prayer, which stars Edward Furlong, David Boreanaz, however you say his name, and Tara Reid. Okay, it doesn't matter how it's pronounced. We're all going to say David Boreanaz from now on. <laughs> it has... What? It has... Uh, the Crow Wicked Prayer on the tomato meter has 0%. Oh! <gasps> Oh, we have to watch it. Yeah. Whenever you see a movie has 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, you have to oh watch it. Oh my God. Oh my, hold on. I got to send you guys this poster. Because what? it appears as though Edward Furlong plays the crow. What? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> what makes you cat while he's doing it? What makes you, when you see stuff like that? So. Why do you want to see it? Here's the thing is I'm just I'm fascinated by movies that have 0% on Rotten Tomatoes because I disagree with so much stuff but it's like even uh you know and we've seen it like Book of Shadows had defenders Feast 2 has like 26% or whatever dumb number it had and it's like you just you think you've seen the worst movies ever and then it's like how does everyone agree that this movie is worse and that's the thing though is that like you never disagree like one missed call um oh my god (laughs) (laughs) orianna nance tell me that's not the greatest poster in the history of posters Rob sent over the pro wicked prayer. You see, you see what I mean? Like this is... It's the thumbnail of this episode. I'm so assuming, amazing. right, Mikey? No, I don't want this anywhere. Terrible. It's so bro. amazing. All right, so the original crow has uh, 85% on Rotten Tomato. Take... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take back what you said about the crow. It's not mine. It's not a, it, to me, it's not an iconic movie. To me, I don't give a shit about the crow. Other people, I understand, love it, but I don't give a shit about it. So they can do whatever they want. You're just never gonna do the right thing. It's a, it's a good movie. I just don't care. Okay. You know, to me, it would be much more fun to watch the one starring Edward Furlong as like <laughs> an emo, upset little kid with David Borney Nanas doing whatever he's doing in that movie. I hate the cat laughs at this shit. Like, I really truly <laughs> encourages all this bullshit. I mean, I can see us doing an episode about uh, Wicked Prayer or whatever nope. it's called. Yes. I can't see that. I can't see it at all. <laughs> Although I think you that will. was the, that <laughs> was the, I think that was the latest one to come out, so we're going to have to do the entire franchise to get to it. Oh, of course. Because I can't watch Look, them out of Mikey, order. You talked to wa- Rob into watching The Crow. See? It's great. <laughs> That's a victory for you. Want, don't I, focus on the rest of it. I don't want to talk him into watching it. I want to talk him into respecting it. This is He's going to make fun of Take it. Take the win. No, this is bad. I'm, I don't even know. I, I'm, I'm, done. I'm done. It's a good movie. The Crow's a good movie. I'm just, to me, 
whatever. If they want to remake it and they want to put a SARS guard in there, fine. Stupid. Can't believe they're doing that. Like, he was a terrible Pennywise in a remake. Are you going to do it again? He wasn't a terrible Pennywise. Awful. Well, well, to be fair, he I'm sure he did what they wanted him to do perfectly. But, yeah, I blame the director right. more than anything. Yeah. I, I'll yeah. still say it. It Chapter 1 I thought was good. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, chapter two is terrible, ball. but chapter one was good. You know who also thinks that? Greg. I know. Me and Greg. You know what really bothers me about it? Chapter one. Hmm. I, I, I try really hard us. not to go off, but I. it's just Beverly was such a strong character. Uh, she was like one of the first really strong female characters that I ever saw in horror movies. Uh, made a huge impact on me growing up. I watched the many series. Um, I read the book a little bit too young, and uh, <laughs> but I and I just I hate her character so much in it. They're like, look, she's empowered. We're gonna give her a cool tomboy haircut uh, so she can be cool, and also she's going to be unconscious immediately, needs saved, and she's not gonna fight at all because <laughs> girls don't do that. <laughs> We're gonna do like a creepy Sleeping Beauty thing, and it's like I hate you so much. Yeah, but she killed her dad. I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty badass. But then she needed rescued. I didn't mm. I didn't like it. I don't know. I haven't seen the miniseries in a long time. No, fuck it. It's terrible. Bad. The, the, the miniseries, get, it, it dies in the middle, but mm-hmm. it picks back up, man. And it, it, it's, still, it's just way better. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how bad it is. It's nowhere near that fucking... Mm-hmm. You can take your new it loving ass and go somewhere else. Chapter one, that's the only one I love. Chapter two was terrible. I was so mad when I left chapter two at the theater. How does he? I'm not going to do it. Uh, all right, we're done with the news and um, we'll be back with round three of Murder Map. For the Lord Humphrey Cup. One of a bitch bastard. <laughs> He knows not the Lord Humphrey Cup, right? I think it is. Oh, it is. Yep. Pretty sure it is. What? No, I mean, like, I think we... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what we awarded last year. Mm-hmm. No! Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, you encur- by encouraging this, you encourage this other bullshit. Casey's <laughs> got my back on this, too. Yeah, Chase. No. no. Chase, whatever. <laughs> what is it, Casey? Me. Whatever. It's all the same thing. <sighs> all right. <laughs> I can't stop looking at this crow poster. <laughs> Dumb. So it looks like a Cure album cover or something. Oh, don't insult the Cure like that. <laughs> Why did I bring up the crow? <laughs> also, too, by the way, real quick, I, we got to stop talking about the crow, but real quick, uh, Wes from Gun Media was tw- like, he was trying to. He had the idea for a Crow video game. Would have been one player, too. You guys would have enjoyed it. Uh, and he was giving, like, you know, he was tweeting about his updates throughout the process. He wanted people, uh, he wanted to pull back the curtain to show people what it's like to go through getting intellectual property, making a game, all that shit. Uh, turns out it got stopped in the mud because 
the owner, whoever owns the IP for the Pro, wanted like triple what it was worth. Oh, wow. For the Pro. I told you. They think it's iconic. It's not. But all you people have built it up. So now they think they own something worth it three times more than it's worth. No, no, no. It just <laughs> means that they, they think that. I, I think it's, it could be iconic and not worth triple what it's worth at the same time. No. <laughs> just, just no. no. Anyway, so yeah, they, after those shitholes that they put out for remakes, that, that that's what they're doing. So. Yeah. I think it would have been. And, and that's, that's the thing. Was the video game going to be the Brandon Lee Crow or was it going to be the Edward Furlong Crow? Brandon Lee. That would be good. Done his franchise first. Come on, now. Edward Furlong is my crow. I'm gonna have Can, to. Bleep are we gonna get sued if we get if we make T-shirts <laughs> uh, for different crows? <laughs> Edward Furlong is my crow. Cat is into by this. Slasher Radio. That would be the best merch. <laughs> We'd never be able to do it because they'd want three times what it was supposed yeah, right. to work. So, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but what's a t-shirt like that worth? Like a dollar? <laughs> we can pay three dollars for this. Yeah. And oh. seriously, if you're listening to this and you haven't Googled this pick this poster for the Crow Wicked Prayer, get do on yourself it. a favor. <laughs> seriously. I'm sure Rob will be tweeting it sooner than later. So <laughs> this is something real special. I hate that Tara reads on it. Wearing oh. that stupid thing on her face. What is that? I don't know. Like some sort of weird headdress or something? Yeah, I guess. You got that on. You got Edward Furlong there looking like Robert Smith. And then David Borean and Nanez just looking <laughs> like himself. That's that's my favorite part of the poster. I'm glad you brought it up because everyone looks so weird. And then it's just David Borean and Nanez yeah. hanging yeah. out in the back looking like a dude. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Melton himself. <laughs> you want to talk about a horror icon? <laughs> Jeremy Melton. Yeah, and not bringing back Valentine to make anything. They should. I saw so much love for Valentine this year. So yeah, it's one of those movies that it sucks <laughs> that people are trying to convince themselves are good. Are we done talking about the prone Jeremy Melton now? I guess. I guess. I mean, uh, if we have to be. If we must yeah. be. Unfortunately, Jerry Melton's somewhat relevant. He's in this damn bracket. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, starting on the left side, like we always do. Uh, last year, the left side was spicy. This year, it's the right side. The right side's a lot spicier this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, although, we do still have some shit to throw down on the left side. This one is tough. I don't know what to do. I don't like it. Uh, it's Aaron from Texas Chainsaw 2003 versus Kirsty from Hellraiser. So you know what to do. You just are distracted by the wife beater. Right. I, right? I feel like we're all distracted. By yeah, I mean, in fairness, I that's mean, pretty yeah. distracting. Pretty yeah. <laughs> do we um, really, though? I mean, like, is it that clear cut? Yeah. Rob? I feel like it is. I, I I'll listen to a case if anyone can make a case for Aaron, but I I feel like Kirsty's got this. I don't know, Kirsty's pretty tough. Yeah, He'd no. be pinhead, dude. I was kind of hoping that Rob would have something. They're fucking, I got nothing. Yeah, all this stupid shit to defend everybody else. This nothing for the wife beater. Yeah, the wife beater sort of. I I didn't think it needed defending. 
to be honest with you. <laughs> and here we are. Look at yeah. that. Some things are beyond reproach, but <laughs> you're right. I mean, some things just bring us all together, and that wife beater brings everybody together. Including them? Never mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Damn, man. I'm not going to be able to talk about the wife beater. Yeah, no, that's all right, though. I'm I'm going to vote for Aaron, though. Okay, of course you are. Yeah. Coward. No, it's not even for that. It's just because I can't bring myself to vote against it. Right. <sighs> Aaron moves on. Uh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> you see, my heart, man. I can't do it. <laughs> Kirsty moves on. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, we have another Aaron, though. So she's not gone forever, technically. We have Aaron from Your Next going up against Alice Johnson from A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. This is an interesting one uh, because Alice Johnson does have the um she I she's got the she got that absorbent powers thing yeah the supernatural advantage. I hate that thing that's the but, dumbest aspect of this character and it doesn't really play into the story all that much and it's kind of really stupid but she does have it she does have it that- but I think Aaron's a lot better at using the skills that she here's yeah that's the thing alice has more skills but aaron is better at using her skill set yeah like alice is prone to forgetting the magic that she's absorbed cough mm-hmm. cough dream child <laughs> um <laughs> and, she did okay. not do any kung fu in dream child i just no, want to point which out is really a disappointment <laughs> because the kung fu really was the highlight of the dream master um, it kind of was yeah, but does her kung fu absorption help her against Aaron? I don't know if it does. Doesn't Aaron use like um? It's been a long. It's been a while since I've seen your next. I actually was gonna rewatch it, but I'm waiting for it to win the Patreon poll. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Any day now. Yeah. So I can't. Rem- I don't really remember it all that well. Doesn't she use like a bow and arrow or a crossbow or some shit? Uh, she pretty much I, she doesn't have that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, she takes that from the killers, so she doesn't have like a standard weapon that she use uses. She's just very resourceful. Right. Well, if she had that, there ain't there ain't no magical power kung fu shit that Aaron is absorbed that's going to stop that bolt from going right in your forehead. I I think that's a point. I think because Alice, like, kung fu aside. <laughs> A lot of her strengths are in the dream world, and that's yeah. not where they're going to be. Right. And also, if we're assuming that Alice has these powers that she has absorbed throughout the movie, then we should also assume that Aaron has the weapons that she has collected through her movie. Yeah. It would only make sense. I think I've, yeah, I, I think I've got to go with Aaron. I'm also going Aaron, Mikey the hell are you saying my name for it don't matter now <laughs> i know but you've got to yeah. vote you can't just not vote yeah it, i mean i i can't really argue it yeah I, I damn it yeah i mean if you have an argument i'd be interested to see because it's like she she does have supernatural powers which can be it can be tough to beat but i think if anyone could you know i do think it'd be aaron that's the thing it's like the argument is she has supernatural powers but that's all we can really say about them. Because <laughs> she's yeah. not good at using them consistently. She's not. Like, the movie adds that in, but then it kind of doesn't really... I don't know. The rules around it I think they forgot it was a yeah. plot point for Dream Child. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, there's, 
I can't really think of a great argument for it. I like Alice better than Aaron as far as characters in movie. And that's not by much or anything. It's mostly probably because of the movie itself. But, you know, mm. I just can't think of anything to really fight that. Yeah. I'm not sure which one I like, but which one has crazier eyes? You <laughs> <laughs> found a trunk one day. Um, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> probably God Aaron, will. right? <laughs> For the crazier eyes? <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking them up now. Okay. Well, well, you know what? Let, let's get to the bottom of this one. Who, who <laughs> got to have the verdict on this, don't we? Oh, Aaron's strong. Aaron got strong, <laughs> crazy eyes. <laughs> who was that actress? <laughs> Rob suddenly starts voting for your next <laughs> Patreon poll. He's like, fuck that bit. <laughs> uh, hold on. I got to pull up. Oh. Alice here. Oh no, Aaron wins that a million times. She got the craze. Yeah, no. Alice, Alice your... was a little wholesome. Yeah, Alice's eye game is weak. Aaron's is very strong. Mm-hmm. It's like she's. It's like when you look at Aaron, it's, it's one of those. She got that glance. It's like she's looking into your soul. You know. Mm, I don't know, but you're definitely gonna be found naked with no pants and a trunk. And then, like I said, good God, willing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably goes out with the biggest smile. Yep. All right. Here's a matchup that I I think I like the outcome for, and it's Marty from Cabin in the Woods mm-hmm. going up against Jenny from Friday the Thirteenth. Cat blower. Ooh. Yeah. Marty's pretty strong. You're not gonna like my take on this, Mikey. <sighs> oh, I know, but I want to hear what you <laughs> have to say about it. I'm aware. All right. I. Okay. Uh, they have. And again, Marty's been getting some really interesting picks. I thought he was going to be eliminated round one. Me too. Uh, just like before we had any of the matchups done, I, I assumed Marty was going to be out immediately. And uh, he's gotten some really interesting picks. I like this matchup um, because they have kind of similar, to an extent, they have similar roles in their story. Uh, even though Jenny's the final girl, uh they have kind of the same technique for dealing with things. I think Marty's just a little bit more proactive about it. Um, it's like we were saying in his last matchup, he's a little bit more hands-on with stuff. Uh, but he's got that, like, he's very, they're both very quick to figure out, like, the heart of the problem in a situation where they're being naysayed a bunch. So I, I think as their key strength, they're actually kind of similar. I'm going for Jenny. Um, main reason I can't stand Cabin in the Woods. Uh, secondary reason. I mean, she took out Jason Voorhees, man. But she didn't. But but she kind of did. She kind of did, and I will say, like, I I think it's probably a close match because I I think Marty goes up against the Buckners, and they're pretty much you know <laughs> redneck hillbilly torture zombies. Right. Um. But he does, he's a lot more successful at it, and he's a lot more thorough. There's more attention to detail there. But I will say, you know, for all of that, that, that's a pretty impressive physical feat, I think, just, like, dismembering a man that large. Uh, But she goes at Jason with some real ferocity, and I think if he had been someone that was not Jason, it would have looked a lot more impressive on screen, you know? Yeah, she, she went for it. She had the balls to go for it. Uh, if she went at Marty the same way she went at Jason, I feel like Marty would be dead. That's the way I see it. 
the other thing about Marty is that he is, I, I'm not going to say he's tough because we've been throwing that word around a lot lately. Very much so, yes. <laughs> and I don't think it applies to Marty as strongly, but we know he can take some pretty nasty hits. You know, I think unless she like, <laughs> I think unless she one hit kills him <laughs> while he's dodging, because he's not going to like stand there and take it like Jason did, you know? Fair point. Uh, he, he knows he can't. <laughs> so I... I think unless she gets that one shot in, and I'm not convinced she could, I, I think maybe he overtakes her. Ginny right. um, uh, is smarter than he is. Ginny um, took out Jason, so there's no reason for me to believe that she couldn't take out Marty because Jason is much larger than Marty. And Marty's reflexes are a little slow because he's a stoner. Uh, my vote goes for Ginny. I'm not mad about it. <sighs> I disagree. I, I The one point I really disagree on is that she's smarter than Marty. Okay. But, I mean, I I see your point. I I, I agree to disagree on that. I, I don't even know how to argue it. I just, uh, yeah. it. <laughs> I just think she's smarter than he is. Um, he, um, I, I, I don't know. He just doesn't strike me as the most intelligent character. And I found her to be very intelligent. Like the, the conversation she was having about Jason at the bar and everything. Um, and by the way, we really dropped the ball with this by not having Ted from Friday the 13th Part 2 uh, also in the bracket. Ted? I Ted, guess. The, yeah. The dancing guy? <laughs> Ted, the one who survived the one by, the simply, yeah, by simply not oh. going back to the camp. He Ted, decides to stay at the yeah. bar and party and Ooh. never goes back to the camp and survives. He wins every fight by not showing up to it. Like, yeah. You yeah. can't lose if you don't show up. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that shit. guy would be a tough out. Um, <laughs> you can't find him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I I don't know. I, there's something about Ginny. I, I love Ginny. I, she might be my favorite final girl of all the Friday the 13th movies. Um, uh, oh, I she's just, mine for sure. Yeah. I just, um, I find her to be really intelligent. I And while I like Marty, I think Marty's a good character. There's nothing about him that strikes me as particularly intelligent. Like he's not like I don't think he's a dummy, but I just don't think he's you know of above average intelligence in any way. I can't stand him because of the movies. Then <laughs> this is how I feel about it. See, I and maybe this is just because um the actor I know the actor from uh, something where he was playing like a closet mad scientist man. Uh, but I from Marty I just got like especially because he hotwires the elevator from the grave before he knows what it is. I always just kind of read him as like a low-key genius. <laughs> yeah, he's like a dude who knows how to steal a car. Yeah. You know how impressive they are. I'm just <laughs> mad as hell he got out of round one, let alone round two. And here we are. I still have to talk about this goddamn movie. <laughs> so it's like, Let's I'm just... talk about Marty just a little bit more. Let's revisit Dana. No. Mike, what did you like about Cabin in the Woods best? Nothing. <laughs> it only ended, I liked when it ended. You were so wrong about that movie, Mikey. We'll get into it one day. One fateful day. I mean, I, I, again, I think Jenny wins this fight, but I do like Marty and I do like that movie a lot. So, movie suck. Uh, all right. Anyway. You have the worst taste and everything. 
You're like, oh, the crow is a classic, but Cabin <laughs> in the Woods is terrible. All right. Oh, it's a classic. Cabin in the Woods <sighs> is biting off of a classic. We're not getting into it now. <laughs> uh, here's a matchup I don't like, and this is going to wrap up the left side of the bracket. R.J. McCready, the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a front runner in this whole thing. First Nancy from a Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. Um, hmm. Nancy smarter. Mm-hmm. And she gets stuff done. You know, uh, she booby traps that house and everything. In like 10 minutes. She sets an alarm for 10 minutes and then yeah. just for the first time booby traps that house. Yeah, but I mean that to me, the 10 minute thing is sort of like when they're on that bridge eating hamburgers <laughs> and palm trees in the background and they're supposed to be in Ohio. I mean, I think that's just flawed movie logic <laughs> more than anything else. Um, so I will give her that. Uh, she's smarter. I think McCready is much tougher. McCready also has flamethrower, and McCready's awesome. So I'm voting for McCready. You guys can can fight it out or whatever you're going to do. Nothing. We're going to do nothing. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting choice. (laughs) I like this one. I'm yeah. I'm just kind of trying to work it, work through it in my brain. Um, I, I want Nancy to win, but I don't know how I get there. It's I yeah, there's definitely a bit of my so my gut is telling me Nancy just because she adapts to the situation so quickly. McCready doesn't do that. McCready does not get on things quickly. Yeah, but um but when he does, he's he's McCready, he gets shit done. But yeah, I think that's the thing. I, I think Nancy has a shot because she gets in there faster, but if it came down I, I don't know. If she doesn't get him quick, she's not getting him at all, is the thing. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, I'm I'm kind of trying to logic that out in my brain, because it's like, first strike, I think, gives her a definite advantage. And I think she gets that. I think she gets the drop on him, for sure. But I just, I'm I'm trying to figure out, like, rationally, whether or not it's enough. And this is this is a tough one anyway, because I like McCready, I like Nancy, I like the thing, I like Nightmare on Elm Street. Like this mm-hmm. is just this no, is a rough I, I like both movies, I like both characters. Um <clears throat> I would say I like McCready more as a character. I might even say I like the thing more as a movie. You're so uh, <laughs> that's disgusting i'm just saying like it's that's it's not. it's one of my it's favorite movies movie. of all time it's an amazing movie not that good but you know i mean this is what happens with these brackets right i mean the further along you get ideally the the tougher the matchups get but um yeah i just in my mind i maybe one of you can convince me that nancy would win but i don't i don't see it and it- i'm just going with mccready I think Nancy gets the drop on him. The question is whether or not that would be enough, right? Well, when she got the drop on Freddy, it wasn't enough to kill him in the real world. I think another thing that hurts Nancy is um, when she was in Dream Child. That that was the one with the, yeah. Uh, when she was in Dream Child, it, she, she didn't, I mean, she died. Dream Warrior? Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yeah, Dream yeah. Warriors. Right, right. She died. You know, like it, it 
And she didn't really do all too much in that movie. The kids mostly did it. You know, and then you look at New Nightmare, and she's a real person dealing with a real Freddy. And, you know, I mean, she went for it with her kid, but again, she didn't really physically do much. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I think she's got, I, I think she gets the drop. I think she has a definite strategical advantage, but I, yeah, physically, there there is kind of a weak link there. Yeah, and then McCready's physical. That's that yeah. all physical. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I hate the thing, too. Like, I notably don't like that movie. Which is just ridiculous. Yeah, maybe hate's a strong word. I don't like it, though. I mean, it's a John Carpenter film. It's a masterpiece, but all right. Not better than Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Debatable. <sighs> not going to get into it. Um, did you see... Uh, this is completely off topic, but did you see uh, Nestor's tweet about slapping the shit out of award show host? No, I did not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was, uh, it was while he was, uh, talking about his placement in the power rank. Oh, yeah. No, I, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. He said, good thing proper award show etiquette is slapping the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, because yeah. yeah, I, I want to do that to you sometimes. But that was no, like, knock it off. Uh, the whole thing was a, I mean, I don't know. People were acting like it was the biggest travesty in the world or whatever. I, I would never I mean, take it back. I got to watch a rich guy slap another rich guy on television. I'm good with it. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, they should, they should start a new television show called rich guy fight club and put it on every week. I'd watch the shit out of that. That'd be good. Yeah. You throw fucking Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk into a cage together and let them fight it out. I'm in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't take that back for the world. But anyway, um, I think I got to go fucking McCready. And. Just, uh, you know, nobody makes better fashion choice than McCready with that fucking hat. I'm giving it to Nancy just for the hat. No, <laughs> the um, hat I, I also have to go for McCready. I don't like it. Um, but you guys talked me into it. I, I think yeah. I, I don't think having the first blow would be enough in this instance. And there was a matchup last round. It might have been the finals with Candyman and Pinhead. Uh, uh, it might have been that, but there was a situation that came up last year that um, uh, if they get that first that first hit in and it's done, it that's it, like it's over. But if they don't, and it's like you, it's hard to bank on if they do, because if there's a lot more on the side of if they don't. So I I think they're probably. Uh, maybe not just because of the way that the bracket worked. I think there were some people. Oh, well, no, we had one because uh, Clarice, we were pretty sure would get that first drop. <laughs> like, I think there are I think if you're precise enough, um, mm-hmm. you definitely can get it that way. But right. I, I agree that Nancy is not. Right. But uh, and, but that's the thing, too, though, even if Nancy gets the drop and gets the first shot at McCready which she probably would, is it going to be enough to take him out? Because if it's not enough to take yeah. him out, then she's fucked. Yeah, I don't you think know? Nancy is is good enough to get it in the, right. that first hit. It's that old saying, you know, if you come for the king, don't miss, right? Yes. Right. Yes. Um, all right. 
Well, that's a tragic ending to the left side of the bracket. Robin and that's why I'd like to say to Nesto, too. You come for the king. Don't miss, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love that tweet, by the way. I retweeted it all. That was great. I can't wait to the next power rankings. We should do it like live somewhere. Anybody? That's how you can fund the Joe Bob experience. Oh, Rob. Yes. Someone's going to slap the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> You guys are terrible. <laughs> what? I'm trying to help. I'm a problem solver. <laughs> People don't want to slap me. People love me. Well. <laughs> I'd pay to go five times. I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. You guys who don't know what we're talking about, check out the Patreon, the Easter egg. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Moving on to the right side of this bracket. Uh, I don't like this woman. <laughs> All right woman has caused me problems it, you haven't even watched the movie yet <laughs> i uh, that's another an update no i have not watched the movie yet but <laughs> um i did look into and I, I did look on youtube and see some clips this chick don't fuck around no <laughs> so you know i'm not saying it's wrong decisions made i just don't <laughs> like her who is She's, it i don't even know who Jennifer we're talking about revenge no took out uh last round she took out Terra from Terrifier? Yeah, gunshot victim, yeah. And uh, first round, she took out my beloved Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Never forgive her for that. Uh, so, Jennifer... so basically, she got a bye in the first round. <laughs> and then had to fight a gunshot victim, Gimp, in the, in the second round. Did you say Gimp? Yeah. He wow. did. Motherfucker. <laughs> um... <laughs> And nobody wants to slap the shit out of you, right? Nobody? Oh, people no. love me. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so Jennifer from Revenge going up against Sarah from The Descent. Ooh. This would be a well, fight. It's a little tougher for, for Jennifer. Yeah. I don't think it's that much tougher, to be honest. No, it's tougher than fucking... Oh, well, okay, <laughs> then... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not tougher than I. I would argue that it's, this is tougher than Rachel. Uh, <laughs> Leave my queen alone, goddamn. <laughs> this is. I will say, this is a tougher matchup than Jennifer has had, but I don't yeah. think it's a tougher call necessarily for me. Um, and I, <laughs> I don't think this is as equally matched as because i i thought that sarah and cecilia were were pretty neck and neck i know i was the only one that really felt that way but that was a really tough call for me i i think jennifer i i, I don't see how she doesn't get this <laughs> damn it thing is i i just think sarah's a lot tougher than you're giving her credit for no i i think i i agree she's tough she's in a fucking cave fighting fucking monsters in the dark and shit that's pretty tough. You know, Jennifer's just taking out people. I could take out people. Not like Jennifer does. <laughs> you know, I mean, people take out people every day. But Jennifer's, she does take out people pretty effectively. Yeah. And Sarah is people. I'm not saying that it is, like, my vote is for Sarah, but the she, she is, she, she's badass too, man. She is. She absolutely is. And you know what? Yeah. The one situation where I think that she might win this, I think if they were in the caves, because she thrives in her mm -hmm. natural spelunking environment. Like, mm -hmm. I, nothing shakes her, and I love that. Um, yeah. 
And The Descent but, is such a good movie. And it's a really good movie. It's the mm. better movie. Yeah. And I say that as someone that really likes revenge. But yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Jennifer's good at killing people and Sarah's people. I'm gonna take Jennifer. Son of a bitch. Unless you can change my mind. I mean because I would rather take Sarah, to be honest with you, but I just I think Jennifer's the right call. I'm in the same spot, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get. Well, Kat, you're going for Jennifer anyway. I'm right? going for Jennifer, yeah. I'm going for Sarah because I don't like either one of you. All right. <laughs> and she took out my queen. All right. All right. So Jennifer from Revenge moves on. This 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 girl is really just tough. Bra- eating this bracket alive. <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> ah, but um Harry Starling, who took out Ash last round. Uh big ball swinging on that one. Uh going up against Grace from Ready or Not. Wow. Ooh, this is a tough one. There, and this is something that I love about doing the randomizer instead of having the seeds is because what drastically different movies. Yes. Right, yeah. Like in tone, even because they're both very capable in their own environments, but those environments are just so different. Cool. Um my gut instinct is uh is going for Therese. That's my gut instinct too, but I don't quite know why. Is it the training? My gut was going for Grace, but I don't really know why either. Because she doesn't have the training that Clarice does. She does. But, but she, she survives a much more harrowing situation than Clarice does. I mean, Clarice is just dealing with one dude, Buffalo Bill. Whereas Grace is in a house full of people that want to murder her. That's true. Yeah, I mean, this is Buffalo Bill, though, man. Buffalo Bill, you know, please. He's terrible. I mean, he's not, I'm not saying he's the most, the biggest threat in the world, but no, he's, yeah, he's terrible. He still made a living off killing people, skinning them, and wearing their skin. Like, this is a sick, deranged fuck. <laughs> Big old fat girl. Yeah. No, I just, but but still, it's one person. Yeah. Even if he's crazy, it's one person. In the dark. In the dark, in his basement. But she is trapped in a house where they've killed all the do they don't they eventually kill the power at some point? I don't remember. I don't remember if they kill the power in the house or not, but it doesn't matter. Even if they don't, she's in their house and everybody's trying to kill her. If you put Clarice in that house, she makes it out. That's a huh. good here. So right, here's interesting the thing. point. Interesting yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. If you reverse their situations, I mm-hmm. think Clarice makes it out of ready or not. Does Grace make it out of silence of the lambs? No way. Well, you really think Buffalo Bill is something, don't you? No, I just don't. I, I think if she's in the pitch dark, she she's going to get her. I think that's just one of the, yeah, because like the training can kind of help you prepare for that. Grace has a lot of, so this is my biggest problem with Grace. And I love Ready or Not. I love Grace as a character. Um, I think she does an excellent job. She does a lot better than I would do in that situation. But there are so many fucking red flags and she just marries him anyway and goes mm-hmm. into like this weird cult game. And it's like she had a lot of time to prepare for the situation that she was in mentally. Like there were a lot of times to bail. And uh, not that she necessarily needed to bail because she again she did fine but it's like i i don't think that she has the same kind of like accuracy that clarice has that would 
you know, because Buffalo Bill's on Clarice, (laughs) you know, when he slips up and he kills the lights and he's got the night vision. I I don't know if Grace could do that. Uh, That's that's an interesting way to look at it. I, I didn't think about it that way. Um, yeah, if you reverse the situations, yeah, all right, I can go with Starling. I can. I'm, I'm not happy about it. I love Grace. I, I like I that too. character better than I like Starling, but um, I can take Starling. I, I, I don't do. know if I'm happy about it either, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I, mean, I just it, love both of these characters. You guys trying I love to get both rid of, of Samara Weaving. Terrible. I'm not trying to. I just feel like if Grace doesn't get Clarice right out of the gate, it's about tactical, that training comes in, and like we said, you know, you can't bank on that out of the gate thing. So, you know, and, and as we've seen, Buffalo Bill had that idea, had the perfect golden opportunity to mm-hmm. lay her out without getting a jump, and he didn't. You know, I, I, that leaves me to believe that Grace probably won't either. And then it's all about tactical and training, and we know Clarice has got that. Yeah. All right. No, I agree. I think I think you guys are right. I just hate to see Samara weaving and her crazy eyes go. <laughs> she does have very good crazy she eyes. Does. She does. Our bias. Very good ones. All right. So uh, Clarice moves on. She's really coming out hot in this tournament. Yeah, boy. she's doing good. Damn. Yeah, she's not that she's, I'm surprised. She's but... a tough one to knock off. It's the training that she has it that is. no one else has. It is. You know, most of these people, most of the people that we're talking about, are sort of thrust into this, under these situations against their will. She's actively she volunteered. Yeah. <laughs> All All right, this is a this is a fucked up matchup right here. Lori Strode took out my beloved Sydney Prescott. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget who she took out in round one. No, I don't remember. No, uh, she, she took out Sydney Prescott in round two. Coming up against Ellen Ripley. Mm. How many flamethrowers are involved? <laughs> um, son of a bitch. So, hot take. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if we go through the through the process for the last one, does Lori Strode survive Alien? No, no. Because I'm pretty sure Ellen Ripley survives Halloween, right? Listen, listen, cat. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> the clear answer here is is Ellen Ripley. I'm trying to think of a way to make it Laurie Strode. All right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows the clear answer is Ellen Ripley. We all know it. We're all thinking it. <laughs> it's Ellen, though, isn't it? It it is. I don't. I don't have. I got nothing. I I got. I mean, I wish I did. I love Laurie. Uh, and it sucks when you love a character and they go out in these tournaments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, tell me about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. I, I I I see zero path for Lori to get past Ellen Ripley. Any Lori. Any yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. that's usually the that's defense the, I go to is yeah. like, well, 2018 yeah. Lori. But... That's the thing. 2018 Lori might have 
um, a slim chance, but she would be the still, underdog in that fight. Yeah, it's still not a very good chance. I'll but it would be a what. fight. Twenty eighteen, Lori was packing heat though. Yeah, a lot of heat. Flamethrower heat? <laughs> no, 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 not flamethrower heat. But flamethrower is only good to a certain distance. And the flamethrower means shit. So I'm saying, like, there is a small argument to be made, but but it, I, even then, I think it gets chopped off because, like, Ellen, she's kind of militant, like a Clarice Starling, you know, where, like, Lori's just going off emotion and evil dies tonight and all that shit, and I think Ellen's just cool, calm, and collective and gets it done. Yeah, right. But, 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 what if Lori shoots Ellen in the hand that she's holding the flamethrower with <laughs> she drops the flamethrower lori runs up and stabs her in the neck with a knitting needle like she did michael and then flame throws her to death i mean i can i can see it man i can see it i can yeah. see like i said she's got a lot of fucking heat she, mm -hmm. she's she's not just young lori running around with a knife she's got mm -hmm. a fucking basement full of artillery right Right, and we see her shooting those dummies. She's she's a dead eye shot. She could shoot her right in that hand. That flamethrower drops, knitting needle to the neck like she did Michael. Yeah, flamethrower barbecue. So you're taking 2018 Lori and Lori. Lori mixing them together. Yep, yep. the, the skills that she picked up the first time versus what she's she's you know acquired over the years. That's a Lori that can survive alien. Yep. So yep. you you just threw together an ultimate Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. And she she beats Ellen Ripley. I think Laurie moves on. Yep. Pat. I yeah, I mean, you made yeah. a case. Hands down. Pat Greg's gonna lose his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. April Fools, buddy. Yeah, April I was having Fools. the hardest time not laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering how long we were gonna go with it. All right, so Ellen wins. We all agree, right? Yeah. yeah. I hate it, but Ellen Ripley moves on. Yeah, I got a cut and paste us laughing and plotting this in yeah. the middle of all this. It's gonna yeah. be great. Everyone knows the clear answer is Ellen Ripley. We all know it. We're all thinking it. <laughs> Well, while you're doing that, Rob, while you're thinking of that, let me just throw this out there. If we want Greg to lose his fucking mind. <laughs> I, I'm voting for Lori. Yeah. Could <laughs> you imagine the fucking shit storm we would get if we did this right now? It for honestly Lori. might be worth filming uh, or like recording a second take of this where we just let <sighs> Lori Strode win the whole bracket. That'd be an awesome April Fool's joke. Yeah. Um, you know what? You know what? You know what? We should record a version where <laughs> we pick Lori, like legitimately like go through it a little bit and pick Lori, and then play this after. <laughs> As a fuck you to Greg and an April Fool's joke. No? Yeah, we oh could. my god. That'd be fucking big. He would like, I could picture him like stopping it mid episode, tweeting us, and then listening to the rest. And then yeah, I'm that's off. the thing is, we would get a lot of shit on Twitter before Greg was even done with the episode, I think. That'd be fun. Oh, it's Ellen, though, isn't it? It, it is. I don't, I don't have, I got nothing. I, I got, I mean, I wish I did. I love Lori. 
Uh, and it sucks when you love a character and they go out in these tournaments. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, tell me about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. I, I I I see zero path for Lori to get past Ellen Ripley. Any Lori. Any yeah. Lori yeah. That's a yeah. that's usually the that's defense the, I go to is yeah. like, well, 2018 yeah. Lori. But... That's the thing. 2018 Lori might have um, a slim chance, but she would be the still, underdog in that fight. Yeah, it's still not a very good chance. But it would be a fight. I'll tell you what. 2018 Lori yeah. was packing heat though. Flamethrower heat. A lot of heat. <laughs> No, 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 not flamethrower heat, but flamethrower is only good to a certain distance. Now, flamethrower don't mean shit. So I'm saying, like, there is a small argument to be made, but even then, I think it gets chopped off because, like, Ellen, she's kind of militant, like a Clarice Starling, you know, where, like, Lori's just going off of motion and evil dies tonight and all that shit. And I think Ellen's just cool, calm, collected, gets it done. What if Lori shoots Ellen in the hand that she's holding the flamethrower with? <laughs> she drops the flamethrower. Lori runs up and stabs her in the neck with a knitting needle like she did Michael and then flamethrows her to death. I, I, I don't see that exact path happening. But All right, you guys, you, what are you doing, you dumbass? You're all supposed to agree with me so then Greg will get pissed off. Oh. And then we can do the real thing. But all okay. right, that's fine. Oh, no, yeah, no, of course. No, no, that's good. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can see it, man. I can see it. I can yeah. see. Like I said, she's got a lot of fucking heat. She, mm-hmm. she's, she's not just young Lori running around with a knife. She's got mm-hmm. a fucking basement full of artillery. Right, right. And we see her shooting those dummies. She's, she's a dead eye shot. She could shoot her right in that hand. That flamethrower drops, knitting needle to the neck like she did Michael. Yeah. Flamethrower barbecue. So you're taking 2018 Lori and Lori, OG Lori mixing them together. Yep. Yep, the, the skills ultimate. that she picked up the first time versus what she's she's you know acquired over the years. That's a Lori that can survive alien. Yep. So yep. you you just threw together an ultimate Lori Strode. Mm-hmm. And she she beats Ellen Ripley. I think Lori moves on. Yep. Pat. I yeah, I mean you made yeah. a case. Hands down. Pat, Greg's gonna lose his mind. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. April Fools, buddy. Yeah, I was having Fools. the hardest time not laughing. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering how long we were gonna go with it. All right, so Ellen wins. We all agree, right? Yeah. 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 I hate it, but Ellen Ripley moves on. Yeah, I got to cut and paste us laughing and plotting this in yeah. the middle of all this. It's gonna yeah. be great. But you know what? Like as much Worth as we it. say, yeah, Greg's. <laughs> I, I really hope he tweets us before he hears this part. It'd be fucking great. It'd be fantastic. It would. April Fool's all around. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, though. I don't think it's as clear cut for Ripley. Like, taking into consideration in all seriousness, that, that basement in 2018, man. Lori was ready for war. There, there was. She was. There was a problem with the basement in 2018, though. Well, and that's that Michael survived, and that was supposed to be the ultimate trap for him, and he still managed to get out of there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So you know what I mean? I kind of like, all right, well, you know, your dumbass put a fireproof door 
in yeah. the basement when your plan was to set everything on fire. That is the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that kind of, you just can't make that kind of mistake when you're fucking around with Ellen Ripley. No. no. And like I, like I said, but she's so militant. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, man. Well, you know what? Serves Lori's right for what she did to fuck a city last round. That's what she did. Well, I don't, I don't care for that attitude, but all right. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Sydney would have taken out Ella. <laughs> <laughs> right. mine on that one too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're uh, we're up to the last matchup of the round. Well, this is fast. Mm-hmm. This is Doctor Chalice. God damn it! The mustache. Jesse from Wrong Turn. All right. All right. Here's how I see this playing out. Jesse, she's 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 pretty good at fighting dumb inbred hicks, right? But she hasn't really come across an opponent like Dr. Chalice. When he walks in there all smooth and cool and looking good, and he's got a nice refreshing six-pack with him, because you know he's gonna have a six-pack with him. And uh he's smart, he's a doctor and everything. She already fell for that one guy who was going to be a doctor before he got killed by the, the hillbillies. So she's going to see a little bit of that guy in Dr. Chalice. She's going to be seduced. That's when Chalice gets her, man. How did this son of a bitch get to round what's going to be round four? Because he's incredible. That's why. Here's an idea, though. Because uh, she's a little bit murdery. She's <laughs> what if she seduces him mm. and kills him in his sleep? He no, thinks no, no. like, oh, look, another pretty lady. And she's like, oh, a doctor, you say, stab, 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 stab. No, 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 no. See, here's the problem that you got with that theory, all right? That assumes that he's going to sleep with her and stick around. <laughs> right, that, that's not Chalice's style, huh? There's no way. He stayed in the motel. <laughs> yeah, but that's because he was there to, to flirt the, to, you know. Uh, 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 to stop the the plot that was going on, that was afoot. <laughs> you know, he had a mission there, and this one, there's no mission. Uh, maybe some missionary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate him so fucking. <laughs> oh, she's gonna get a. Hey, she's been seeing like a bunch of uh, three finger looking motherfuckers running around these deformed dudes, and then Chalice rolls up with that mustache. Are you kidding me? She's gonna melt. <laughs> She's not even going to have time to think about it, to seducing him. She's already going to be seduced. I hate it. I, I just, I hate it. Oh, I can't even. He's going to be like, oh, you've been running around the, the woods with those dudes. Look, I got some refreshing beers right here. Here's, here's the case that I'll make uh, with Dr. Chalice, because I, <laughs> your plan for him to win all of these has just been to seduce the women. I think <laughs> she's the first woman that might actually turn it around on him. I never bought that Gail was going to be seduced. I know Maddie is not the kind of character who would do that. Like, she'd be all for the kill. I I don't know if that's the case here. All right. I, all right, I think so, maybe Eliza Dushku turns it around on him. All right, so let's look at this then. Eliza Dushku has killed three, or survived three, was it three of them, right? Inbred hillbillies? Mm-hmm. That are, you know... Yeah, I think there were three in the first one. Yeah, they're, like, dumb and everything. And Dr. Chalice defeated a, a wizard, a warlock, rather, who's, uh, in theory, been around for centuries. Uh, and 
is a, a smart businessman who's built a factory and an empire off just selling Halloween masks, seemingly, which is an insane way to get rich because you're only selling <laughs> shit once a year. And built an, a robot army and harnessed the magic of Stonehenge and Dr. Chalice defeated that, defeated just, him. I mean, I, I feel like that's a tougher opponent to beat than three hillbillies. I Maybe. They're definitely different situations. Dr. Chalice gets to use I uh, like he he gets to be a bit more methodical. It's more of a mystery. It's more of a mystery solving situation as opposed to like full on physical confrontation, like in wrong turn. And I think assuming that they sleep together, uh it's just gonna oh, be you like know a, gonna sleep together. It's just you know like that's, a, gonna, that's a given. <laughs> it's just like a who does the killing first? And in that context, I don't think it's Dr. Chalice. I, I think uh, she's more primed but for see, murder. That, yeah, Chalice didn't hold on to a woman, though. I mean, I'm not saying he'd get sentimental. I'm just saying she'd start stabbing first. <laughs> nah, I don't I don't think she's she's that that stabby. I don't, I don't think she's that stabby. I, I think, think she is by the end. Nah, well, but again, he's also, he's going to give her beer. She's going to relax some. You know, get, get, a, get a couple drinks in you. You relax a little bit. Maybe you're not as on edge. Isn't he also going to have a few? I, I imagine. Yeah, but that's just his normal. Too. I mean, that's his normal. <laughs> his, I mean, have you seen Halloween 3? He's in the bar at like 9 a.m. on a fucking Saturday morning watching cartoons, for God's sake. Uh, that's his normal way he goes through life. I hate these brackets. You know, greatest sequence in a in a movie, by the way, when he's in the bar at like nine a.m. and she goes to find him. Uh, Ellie does, and, and she's like, "They told me you'd be here." Yeah. <laughs> like everybody just knew he'd be at the bar at like nine a.m. on a fucking Saturday morning. And then when he convinces her to leave, or when she convinces him to go with her, he ends up he goes to call his ex wife to tell her he ain't coming back around to get the kids like he said he would. Good parenting, love it. He's got a six pack of beer on top of the payphone. <laughs> he's already been at the bar. Now he's got a six pack. He just has the six pack for the drive to where they're going because immediately when they get there, he goes, I need a drink. <laughs> Such a great uh, character. No, he's not. So I'm See, saying with all couple... that alcohol in his system, I, I think she can take him. But that's his norm, though. That's the thing. Like he functions at a higher level. He's one of those guys. <laughs> like if he doesn't have that kind of alcohol in his system, he's going to get the shakes. And then it might be a problem, but he always keeps that, that alcohol level topped up. <laughs> and alcoholics, you know, they, they're, they don't feel as much pain and stuff. This you know? is, see, sometimes I do regret not seeing the bracket, though, because I would love to see Dr. Chalice against the janitor, where it's like he doesn't have alcohol, but the janitor doesn't have his energy drink. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that would be an interesting fight. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm going Dr. Chalice. The, the, he's the smoothest man in the game. He's got that deadly mustache. No woman can resist him. And I'm just, he's, he's putting people down. Listen, I just, this is the first seduction technique that I've bought into, but I think it works in her favor. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I hate it. Is she enough? Is that, that's the question. Is she really enough? We see her fight a lot. We we see her going through a lot more physical challenges than we see Dr. Chalice. And it's, it, it's making me think maybe goes, she is. Dr. Chalice has hand-to-hand -hand combat with fucking robots. 
Yeah, but she goes through some, like, grueling stuff. She gets out of a lot worse. At one point, he's tied up to a chair with a mask on with the TV playing. And he manages to get out of that, take the mask off, throw it over the security camera. Come on. See, this is what I'm talking about. Because, like, she's also tied up, but, like, with barbed wire. It's just, like, that one little plus thing, you know? Yeah, so when she tries to fight Chalice, her, her hand's going to be all cut up. <laughs> but she's wearing a wife beater. Yeah, but, you know, and she got cuts on her hands. He dumps a little <laughs> beer on those, get that alcohol in there, stings. I mean, come on. He's a doctor. He knows what he's doing. And I also got to believe that once a woman gets a gets a ride on Dr. Chalice, she's not going to want to kill him. I have to believe she wants to kill him more. No. I have to believe she goes murder. <laughs> she is going to be digmatized. Digmatized. I I hate to fucking say it. I don't know if Jesse's the one to do it. All right. I, I I don't like this. I don't like this. I just if we're taking both movies and what happens in them seriously, which is hard to do with Halloween three because it's such a bad fucking movie. Stop it, it's a great movie. It's a terrible movie. I mean Jesse dealt with a couple of, you know, slow inbred, whatever they are. Damn it. Rob, what? I don't even know what to say right now. I didn't even do anything. You did do something. I'm going for Dr. Chalice, and I don't like it, but God damn it. This is it. This is the last fucking week of it. You know what I do say? What? Well, I'm voting it. for it's, Dr. Chalice next week, though. It's my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. I don't want anybody who's listening to this show to say that it's bias, <laughs> that it's a popularity contest. This is taking time off my life, <laughs> picking this fucking Dr. Butthole. I can't stand it. I truly can't stand it. And I got to say, you know, I'm surprised at Kat after the last couple of weeks, because after the first week, I thought she was going to be my friend in this whole thing. And she has just been a disaster. It's so I, I think part of the problem that I've been having the last couple of weeks is that the tonal shift kind of gets me because it's like the first week uh, they're both. I don't want to call either of the movies silly, but like they're both mm -hmm. more lighthearted franchises, right? Or uh, franchises. Uh <laughs> Scream is a more lighthearted franchise. It's more fun. Uh, there's a little bit of suspension of disbelief. I feel the same way about Season of the Witch. I, I put, it's hard for me not to context like real world consequences into movies like Hush. And as much as I hate to say it, because I don't think it's a great movie, but Wrong Turn is kind of the same way where it's like gritty and it feels very real. And it just, it, it's kind of hard to factor that in, you know, where it's like, mm. it's one thing to be like, oh, he's fighting robots. But then it's like, how would that physically damage him in a more realistic environment? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's brought it down to earth some. I get that a little bit, I guess. I lived in West Virginia for a year. I'll tell you what, that shit is real. <laughs> I just feel like what Dr. Butthole had to deal with was more than what Jesse had to deal with in her mm. movie. And, mm. and you know, she'd be digmatized. <laughs> no, but that's the thing, man. We got to take these just dumbass movies seriously. Mm -hmm. That's the problem here. The movie's dumb. 
So the outcome it's is going to be dumb. How's a dumb movie? It's a good it's movie. A stupid movie, especially the Halloween franchise. You should be ashamed of it. It's a good movie. And Doctor Chalice it? is in the Elite Eight. <laughs> He's elite. I love it. What world are we in that Doctor Chalice got past Laurie Strode, Sidney Prescott, Ash? What what world are we in? The same world that Jason went out in the first round of the slasher bracket. <laughs> so this really is fucking karma, isn't it? Damn. Well, that's round three for better or worse. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think for worse. worse. How's this, it for worse? This was a rough week again, man. We it lost was a Lori. rough week. Lori Strode went out. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Nancy's out. Like all the OG final girls are gone, man. Mm-hmm. Practically. Mm-hmm. We still got Jenny, thank God. Yeah. But even Ginny wasn't the OG of that franchise. No, right. Yeah. So didn't she take out the OG of that franchise though? No. Wasn't she, she up Jason against did. Jason oh, okay. oh, you No, mean I mean in the, in the yeah. bracket. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, didn't she? Yeah. No, that that would be a great movie though, is like where there are two final girls that survive a spree of killings, and then one is just like, no, only me. <laughs> <laughs> there could be only one. <laughs> Damn, man. Well, next week, you know what? Next week, we could probably wrap this some bitch up next week. And some, yeah. somewhere out there, Ted is still partying and drinking and surviving. God bless him. God bless him. So next week, we can have this. We can wrap up. We can find out the semis. Yeah, we could. We could close this whole thing out next week. Yeah. 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 That would be pretty easy. Shit. Because what? There's only what like seven matchups left total. Yeah. We got four. Yeah, four, two, and then one. Yeah. All yeah. right. So next week we're wrapping up Murder Madness. Yeah. For the Lord Humphrey Cup. It's not the Lord Humphrey oh, Cup. Next week's a big one. We're awarding the Lord Humphrey Cup, the second annual Lord Humphrey Cup. We're not a, we didn't award it last year. Oh my goodness. This is exciting. Like he just ignores me and keeps going with it. Business is picking up, guys. <sighs> All right, um, guys, go follow the show at Slasher Radio on Twitter. Uh, you can go to SlasherRadio.com, check out all of our episodes, articles, interviews. Uh, what am I missing? Slasher Radio on the, at Twitch.tv. And that's really it, man. Uh, I'm at Mikey's Dead on Twitter if you want to check me out. Do it there. And Rob, where they find you? I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob123, and you can listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Just dropped a new episode earlier today featuring our special guest, Mikey Bones. Yeah. Talking about the top five horror video game. Yes. Uh, my uh, my lifetime ban was lifted for my appeal on This Horror yeah. Life. And um... you let Mikey talk about the best horror video games. Yeah. Not not only did he do that, he thanked me. Oh wow! For coming on to talk about it, I did. And uh, he also it was a low moment, cat. He said that <laughs> uh, I am very knowledgeable about the topic, cat. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Although my list was still better than his. Bullshit. <laughs> that list was far superior. You you, I'm still mad at you for you. You know what you did on that list. <laughs> Everybody's got listening. Got to go check it out, but. You know what you did on that list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made the made the right call. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
Uh, but yeah, that was fun. That you, there, there was. Uh, you gotta also you gotta listen to see what happened with my appeal and going forward. And I'm not gonna say anything yet, but yeah, I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> yeah, you got a you got a fucked up system over there. So I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, because you had a lifetime <laughs> ban and somehow ended up on a goddamn episode. So yeah, <laughs> broken. Cat, <laughs> where are they finding you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. Uh, you can also check out the piece that I had published with Sirens Call Publications at sirenscallpublications.com. What? What? Well, you do all this stuff and you don't ever tell anybody. I put it on Twitter. You just ignore me. <laughs> I'm always tagging you. It's like, Rob, are I you... had something published and you just block me. <laughs> are you sure? You Are you sure? No. Do I still have you blocked? <laughs> I'm making this up. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. I do uh, put it on Twitter though. Um, I didn't see that shit, and it is possible that I forgot to unblock you from before. <laughs> so this is—is uh, is this anything? It just got published, written, or or was it read again? Uh, this one is just published, oh. written. Oh, so I gotta read it. Yeah, you have to read it. Mm. It's called Creepy Window. <laughs> The last time I, I liked last week when you mentioned stuff, Cat, and we thought we talked about Rob doing the read for it. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, <laughs> sign up to our Patreon. Rob, Rob will read you my latest publication. Rob, oh yeah, absolutely. Funny. Edit it. <laughs> that'd be oh, fucking yeah. hilarious. That would be kind of fun. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> you should start yeah. with the short story. Where's Where's it at, Cat? It's on um, SirensCallPublications.com. Jesus, all right. <laughs> I don't know what, what we're calling Jesus for. <laughs> it just seems like a lot. Okay. Uh, shit. Um, all right. Yeah. So hopefully that'll be on Patreon soon because I will piss my pants <laughs> listening to that. Uh, until next week, next week, guys, we will be back and wrapping up Murder Madness. And don't forget to come back for the Lord Humphrey Cup. Not the Lord Humphrey Cup. I'm done. Also, also, Kat, is the is the piece you you had published? Is it erotica? It is not oh. erotica. No. Because that would be even better if I read some erotica. It's, oh. it's not erotica season yet. Oh. Kat, could you imagine Rob Humphrey reading? <laughs> That'd be the biggest boner killer ever. Oh come on! That's like if your mom called you in the middle of sex and you seen it. Like it'd be terrible. God damn it. Something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. <laughs> All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast. It would be hilarious for you to do reads of erotica fucking stories. <laughs> I mean, that's a possibility. I've had a few of those published too. There you go, Rob. You have to pay for those, I think. But <laughs> God damn, that is funny as shit. Well, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
Hello. What's going on? Not much, man. What's happening? Nothing. What'd you think of the mania? You know, it was pretty good. Um, it was. I, you know, I I wasn't excited about it because the build for all the matches kind of sucked, really. I mean, I don't watch WWE anyway, so, you know, I don't know. Like, they did seem kind of weak. Yeah, some of the shit I just wasn't excited about. But, um, you know, Cody and Seth put on a great match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca and Becky was great. Rousey was good, too, with Charlotte. Got a little bored during that one. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, even the matches like like I didn't give a fuck about Drew McIntyre and Baron no. Corbin, you know, but the match wasn't bad. And keep in mind too, like how fucking stupid do you have to be happy Corbin? What kind of lame ass <laughs> shit is that, dude? That is the worst. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But uh overall, yeah, it was I thought it was really good. Uh, they did a good job. Austin was awesome. I didn't think that was a match. Like I, I did not expect it to be a match. I see. I didn't think it would be a full blown one, but I just figured it'd be like a long whoop ass session. That's what I thought. What I it thought was. they would get into it. I thought they'd get into like a fight, and Austin would leave him laying after a stunner or something. You know, like I. That's what I expected. Like I didn't think it was going to be like a full on bring out a ref, ring the bell, fucking match. Right, but see, like they WWE so weird. Like they advertised, don't advertise the weird shit. You would think they would tell you. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold's having a match because yeah. I almost didn't watch because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he ain't having a. I would have missed it. Yeah. You know, and, but but they'll have people on and like announce it a week and everything. Like, well, yeah. why wouldn't you let that be a surprise? They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And they had to sell tickets. I mean, a fuck, right. a fuck ton of tickets. That's going to move tickets. Stone Cold right. in a match in Dallas. I, dude, I almost as soon as you because I think it was you that told me it wasn't going to be a match. And mm-hmm. then I was, yeah, and then I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to fucking watch it. Yeah, because they kept saying he was going to show he was going to be on the KO show. They didn't say a fucking right. match. Right. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I want to watch that. And I didn't have mm-hmm. shit to do. I fucked my back up. So I was home. Yeah. Like, All right. Fuck yeah. put it on. And I heard that that was closing the, the first night. So I was like, well, they got to have to do something. Yeah. You know, it's not just going to be an interview segment. You know, they're going to have to they're going to have to get into it. But I figured, you know, it'd be a little back and forth. Stone Cold hits him with a stunner. Right. You know, Kevin Owens rolls out of the ring and he drinks a shit ton of beers and that's it, you know? Right. And I, why they wouldn't advertise that is mm-hmm. absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. And Austin looked good for a dude who ain't taking a bump in 19 fucking years. Dude, when he took that suplex on the cement, I said, holy mm-hmm. shit. Dang. Dude, he looked... I, I, he, like they, they said during the match, he was barely breathing heavy, dude. That is mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. For a guy mm-hmm. his age with a damn near two decade layoff that's impressive yeah i'm mad he didn't take the shirt off though yeah well who knows what he looked like under there uh yeah that, he, i mean he, he didn't look like, like he, a, he didn't look like he's fat or anything but you know no but he probably didn't look like stone cold anymore right, yeah. so i don't blame him i mean that old man body yeah yeah, yeah. In, a, in a tight t-shirt he looks great mm-hmm. you know you take that motherfucker off though <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't know what's hiding under there. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, at least stamina wise, dude, he, he. I feel like once he got him up to the top of the ramp, he like he looked a little more natural. He got comfortable. He looked awkward at first. Mm-hmm. But God, I think that was like the. I think he's gonna do another one in Saudi. Make some big bank. Be done for good well, after that. I heard some people talking about that, and there's one problem with that. What? 
Alcohol is illegal in Saudi. Oh, <laughs> shit. Be oh, my God damn. <laughs> I, if I were him on dignity alone, I mm-hmm. wouldn't fucking do it. No way. Wait a minute. So alcohol is illegal, period? Yeah. Yep. No alcohol in Saudi Arabia. <sighs> no wonder they're all pissed off over there. Damn, yeah. man. Wow. Can't look at women. You can't fucking drink. Yeah. That. What the hell are you supposed to do in Saudi Arabia? Mm, nothing. Shit. I forgot what I was saying. So yeah, that's oh, yeah, a, that's, that's a problem. But that sucks. I'm, I'm sure he could get that payday if he wanted it. But oh yeah, they pay him big fucking money, man. Hello. What's up, cat? I'm glad Zoom worked. I clicked the uh, <laughs> I clicked the link, and it just like. It, it opened up the little box where it's usually like, do you want to join meeting? And then it just closed before I could click anything. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. And yeah. then, like, nothing happened for about five minutes. <laughs> I just stared down my computer. <laughs> I know Kat enjoyed WrestleMania. She wouldn't have missed that. No, no. Oh, no. Missed I never missed WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't too bad, though. Yeah, we were just uh, You know yeah. what it was, though? Like, um, it wasn't it didn't feel like a wrestlemania because you know it was very it was lackluster on that type of stage but mm-hmm. it wasn't bad for somebody no. who hasn't watched anything leaking up to it it wasn't bad yeah it was fine it was it was fine the matches were all the matches were pretty good um which you know like i said it was surprising because on on paper you know it looked like kind of shit i mean well, even that paul kid whichever one that logan paul he looked good yeah, fuck him. His man. I mean, I don't like him or anything. He's yeah. he's a fucked hard, but he looked good in the ring. Yeah, fuck him. I'm not gonna give him any credit on any level, so I don't um, care what he looked like. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's not what I was hoping to hear. I was hoping you'd have a bunch of stories about how he got his ass kicked and then Oh no. Celebrities don't lose. <laughs> Celebrities don't lose a WrestleMania. Ah. He got fucked in the end, though. Yeah, he did get. Yeah, he he did get turned on in the end. But I mean, that's just sort of a rule. Celebrities, when they come in for mania, they generally they don't lose. It, mm. Very rarely does that happen. I was that just been great to see, though. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you know, like I expect Johnny Knoxville to win tomorrow. Dude, that's the thing. Because I seen that. I forgot that that was. He has to win, right? It's a no holds barred, anything goes match. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you keep Johnny Knoxville down? Yeah, and I think that's why they took the the intercontinental title off Sammy. They didn't want to have to make it a championship match because, you know, <laughs> as much as they they like, apparently everybody at WWE has had great things to say. Even Vince McMahon's had great things to say about working with Johnny Knoxville. He's been great, but they don't want him to be the fucking intercontinental champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. David uh, Arquette all over again. Yeah, so they had to take that belt off Sammy, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I like like I said, it, celebrities they almost always win. I mean, that's just how it goes. Um, I mean, I, although if I could see like somebody who understands the business enough to be able to be like, yeah, I'll do the job, whatever, it would be Knoxville. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. would get it. I think a lot of them are like, I'm not losing. That's bullshit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, whatever. It's been yeah. fun. Let's let's do it. I'll, you know, but I'm guessing he'll win. Because yeah. he'll probably have the jackass crew with him. Or, you know, some of them or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how many of those fuckers there are, but. Yeah, I I don't. That, I don't. that. I mean that butterbean thing. He did the butterbean thing, but that was real. Like they really fought in a fucking mall. 
And yeah. Johnny Knoxville got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. So yeah, I could see him doing that. But I mean, if you're gonna re- if you're gonna book that realistically, Johnny Knoxville has to win. Mm-hmm. And not even by like any type of like force or skill. Like he like they should just let Sami Zayn beat the shit out of him until he collapses. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Knoxville rolls over on him. <laughs> That's how that yeah. would go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Sammy's good. It's like Sammy's a, a good person for him to have a match with, too. Because he's not, you know, it's not like they're putting him in there with fucking Brock Lesnar. Like it's believable he could beat Sammy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, that's all right. But I like Sammy, though. I think he's a good worker. And, you know, it'll be, it should be. I, I, I think he can have a good match with anybody. I expect that to be fun. Yeah. I don't like Sammy Zane. But then again, I really haven't seen much of him. His, his heel work is fantastic. Yeah, I heard like, he's a just, little perk. Yeah, he's just amazing as a heel. Yeah. And uh, he's not like he's on a conspiracy theory trip. So he's been here for a while. I don't think he's still doing it, but for a while he had a documentary crew following him around, filming everything because he was convinced there was a conspiracy against him. That's um, funny. Yeah, it's just funny shit like that. Like he's just funny. And um, so I don't know. You know, but uh, yeah, I expect him to. I expect him to lose tomorrow. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, it'll be a good one. I don't know. They cut one of the matches tonight. Yeah, why they do that? Time. Mm-hmm. We're running, running too late. It's crazy. Yeah. Which is funny because the first match ended early, apparently, because Boogs got hurt. No. Oh, yeah, that was real, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a New Day match that got cut. I don't, I didn't care. Those stupid fucking match. So it was like a, that's a fucking SmackDown match. Just put that shit on TV. And... Yeah. That, that's always been the thing with WrestleMania lately, which is why I almost didn't even watch it. It's like, well, we've either A, seen these matches before, or B, can easily see them any week. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not nothing special. Yeah. Uh-oh. But, uh oh. Anyway, it was a solid first night. We'll see what happens, what tomorrow looks like. That's cool. I, don't even, I don't even know what's on the card for tomorrow other than Sami Zayn and Brock. Uh, yeah, fucking Brock and, and Roman. Oh, yeah, Bobby Lashley and Omos. Like, I don't even know what the fuck to make of that match. That's a lot of man meat. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of man. Yeah, like, but I don't you know, even know, know what the my, fuck that's going to be. My big thing with WWE is, especially for the main events of big matches, like, you know Ronda was going to lose, and you know Brock is going to lose because they make it full public fucking knowledge that their contracts are ending. Yeah. Like, A, why do you let this information out so easily? And B, why do you fucking do it at WrestleMania? Like, why? Why Well, they run into a problem with a fucking being a publicly held company, public well, trade yeah, company. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. But that, why, that runs, why run contracts through WrestleMania, though? I don't know. I don't know. Why I didn't know. I see. I didn't know Rousey's contract was up. I thought so. I thought she was going to win tonight. Yeah, that was it a. Did, <clears throat> it didn't make sense to me that she would come back, go to the Royal Rumble, win the Royal Rumble, go to Mania just to lose to Charlotte. Like that to me doesn't make any sense. Like if you're going to get that contract, keep her through SummerSlam and have her drop the belt back to Charlotte at SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Plus, then you also get that extra rain in there because you know they're trying to get Charlotte up past Rick. Yeah. You know, so it's just a fucking, you know, another notch on Charlotte's belt to be the fucking whatever 
number she's at now. Yeah. So that's what I was expecting. Brock, I fully expect to lose. I know. It's so frustrating though. Yeah. I think they're still I think they're still trying to get to the rock next year at Mania with Roman. But are they really gonna have him hold that belt for a whole nother year? I mean, that could be I mean that's a good thing that they're long term and shit like that, but I don't know. Because they don't even do that though. If they're gonna do it, that's what they should do. And instead they'll have him drop it four or five times in the middle of it to people like Rick fucking Boogs. Yeah. Or <laughs> I you know, though the thing is, if they if they come across somebody, somebody heats up enough, they could have him drop that belt to them and still do Roman and Rock. And they don't need a title for that match. The Rock does not because the a title only makes me think that the Rock's gonna lose even more, even though yeah. he did win that one time against uh yeah, I can't imagine. Roman. I can't imagine he would they would put the belt on him because God only knows when they're gonna be able again. to get him again. No, they're not because you know? he's a lot bigger than even he was then. Yeah, yeah, and he was big then. So, mm-hmm. you know, he just like it that doesn't need a f- they they book themselves into things where it's predictable. And like, yeah, I'm still gonna watch because it's the rock, but I was still like that little bit of what's gonna happen in there for mm-hmm. crying out loud. Yeah. Well, anyway, because that's what Cat watches it for, too. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird seeing Cody Rhodes on WWE, though. He fucking did his thing, though, didn't he? Yeah, that match was really good. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's it. I was sure sh- that's another one I was shocked he won because usually they'll bring somebody in and like you know reprimand him. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I was I well, I think he's I, I think Vince wants to push him. Because Vince, again, it's Vince, and he's so fucking weird. Because, like, some people, he'll bring them back, and he'll just want to embarrass them, you know, uh, for, like, leaving the company and stuff. But then sometimes he'll bring people back, and he's, like, he's got respect for them because they went out and did their own thing. And so then he wants to give them a good push. I mean, that's happened a couple times with, like, Jeff Jarrett and stuff. Yeah. Um, But then, you know, and also Cody has, has the whole baggage of being Dusty's son. And Vince, you know, went after Dusty hard for a long time, put him in fucking polka dots and shit when he came over. Yeah, well, yeah, see? Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. yeah. But Dusty got those fucking polka dots over because he was good. <laughs> he did, man. <laughs> Son of a plumber. <clears throat> Son of a plumber. But, uh, that, dude, my fucking back today, <laughs> man. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. I was fine all night last night, fine all day today, and I was going to take my car in for service, and I was walking to my car, and then, bam, uh-huh. took my breath away. I said, holy crap. You did Hurt. something when you was bowling. What happened? But would it would it take like a day and a half to... Fuck if I know. I don't know. That's <laughs> like what I thought, doctor? too. I, don't I was know. like, how the fuck? Like, that's the only thing abnormal I've done. But that was like, I was completely fine all night and all day and then all of a sudden mm. bam <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that yeah mm. that sucks getting old sucks it does man shit just hurts Good sometimes Lord. shit just happens you don't even know I don't think about trying to figure out how to bring Joe Bob to, to my area yeah for his presentation for like his little show, you know, the how redneck safe Hollywood thing. <laughs> I think I fun. could do it for about three grand. What? But Wait. then can I make the money back? That's the question. I don't know. Whoa. What the fuck are you trying <laughs> to do? I'm trying to promote a Joe Bob show. 
Why? Yeah, rich... You don't need him. <laughs> what are you trying? You don't need promotion. He doesn't cut. He he doesn't like. He hasn't. He's never been to the area. So I'm like, if I could, if I could book him, uh-huh. rent the theater, and then sell the tickets. You know, I can make some money, maybe, or I could lose three grand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it would be that expensive. Three thousand dollars. You know, you... I get a I get a six hundred seat theater here in town. You gotta see how much he does appearances for first. I know. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know how much he charges. Let's see, hold on. I don't know what he charges to come do it. That would be a pretty cool event, though. His name but, is John yeah. Bloom, right? Yeah, but I could get the. I mean, the theater would be about fifteen hundred. You'd have to rent the theater too. Right. That's what I'm saying. It'd be about yeah. fifteen hundred. Plus, oh, I thought you charges. meant people. No, 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 no. Okay. Six hundred. Six hundred people. Oh, okay. I think. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Mm. I have to, I don't know how many I don't remember how many of that seats. There's an email listed here for him, and uh, I mean I can get you his talent agent's email. Well, the agency, not direct agent. <laughs> what well, what makes you want to run a Joe Bob show? Because I want to see the show, and he never come to town. I was like, well, he could maybe I could bring him to town. So you're talking like you would think. Let's just say arguments say it would take five grand, right? Yeah, I mean that feels high, but yeah, let's say. I don't. Is it though? He's on Shutter. Tony Todd. When I was talking to uh, ah, fuck, I forget the kid's name. The guy that you watch Freddy's Dead for no reason for uh, (laughs) whatever his name is. Uh, he was running like a couple horror things and he was trying to get Tony Todd and Tony Todd was like in that neighborhood, like three grand for Tony Todd. Uh, Maybe that's more. Tony Todd, though. And not mm. that Joe Bob isn't great. But that was Tony Todd like three years ago, two years ago, something like two and a half years. So he wasn't that was before Candyman and he was a little less active. Still the shit being tony todd but you know joe bob's active he's the shit right now that's true you know damn bless you so five grand plus 1500 for the thing yeah roughly yeah yeah so you what 600 i did something wrong i did 6500 times 600 you'd have to charge 11 dollars per ticket that's it yeah i'm not 100 percent certain on those 600 seats i think that's what it is either way i mean you charge like you know 50 bucks you'd be looking pretty good i think i don't know if anybody's gonna pay 50 bucks but Uh, yeah i get people to pay maybe 25 or 30 i was gonna say i'd I'd pay about 25 or 30 to see joe i think i know he does and he also does meet and greets before and after every show so he can meet everybody sign autographs and stuff Oh, well, in that case, like, you could even go a little bit higher, I think. Yeah. You have like a select package for 50 or maybe even more. Yeah, sort of depends. I mean, because he charges for his autographs, but he doesn't charge that much. From what I understand, you can get like an autograph and a picture with him for like 10 bucks. Like, $50, $50 by 600 people is 30 grand. Yeah. So, I mean, if you could maybe even get somebody else, like a low, lesser name, 
Dude, that's not a bad fucking idea you got going right there. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking about it, but I'm still trying to figure out exactly how many seats this fucker has. That's the thing. Can you sell out? And how the hell do you promote that? Like, that's a lot of work. The promotion is the Yeah, problem. the promotion is going to be the uh, pain. It would be a pain in the ass, but that's what you have to get it done, you know? For. If you could, if you could make thirty grand off this and just have an overhead of like the place and the guy himself and maybe somebody else mm-hmm. of like around ten, you drop like five five grand on promotion, like you know running ads and shit. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty fucking sweet deal, dude. They pay buddy, bloody disgusting to do a little thing on it. Or so, well, don't pay them, fuck them, but <laughs> somebody like them. Yeah. Huh? Where the fuck? I know there was a goddamn. Apparently, like, you get Tony Todd for about five, four, five grand. Like seating chart here somewhere. When I was looking, I looked at it before, and now of course I can't find it. Hmm. That'd be a hell of a deal. Jimmy J. That's the dude's name. Jimmy J. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's my favorite. (laughs) He still runs shit like that. He's doing something with uh, somebody from Friday the 13th or maybe not. I don't remember. Some lady. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I mean, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, I I know a guy who does that. This guy, I know a guy who does bicycle rides. Like, you pay to be in his bicycle, and that's all he does. He basically does one event a year, and that's his entire. Dude's got more money, and he knows what to do with. Bicycle rides. Yeah, yeah. Like you pay him to be in his. I, I can't. I think yeah. it's, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's just called like Bike Tahoe or something. I don't understand what he does. What the fuck? Wait. He he basically he he so he gets a bunch of volunteers to work his his bicycle ride, and then he pays the city to block off the roads around Lake Tahoe. And then you you pay him a bunch of money to be in his bicycle ride, so you can come up and ride around Lake Tahoe. Why the fuck would anybody pay to ride a riding a bicycle? Sounds like a punishment. Yeah, I know, wow. <laughs> terrible. But dude makes he makes fucking bank on that thing. Wow, is that a thing that I? Because listen, I don't like bikes, but <laughs> <laughs> if I just had to ride one around Lake Tahoe once a year, um, I could probably do that. <laughs> dude, he makes he makes a ridiculous amount of money. like a couple of one year when I was there. Because he only has one guy who like really works for him that he pays. Everybody else he gets is volunteers. I don't know how the fuck he does it, but he he works the system somehow to where he's got like a charity involved, and so then he gets these fucking volunteers through this charity or something. Uh, but there's one dude he pays, and one year uh, as a bonus after the race, he bought the guy a brand new truck. Jesus! Oh wow! Yeah, he makes so much money, and then he goes to. Um, and then he takes a, a week and goes to some resort in Hawaii every year after the race is over. That's his vacation. Who the fuck is Ethel from Friday the 13th, A New Beginning? Ethel? Oh, that fucking, um, the hillbilly, the mom and the kid. Oh, that's her oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, that's the chick he's having at. But he made it like it was a big deal in the video. Like, I don't even know who she is. Yeah, no, that. It's, it's that fucking, uh, the lady with the everyone's favorite character ethel right who the fuck is that <laughs> but i mean you know what man like in all honesty those horror hound, like the horror hound thing that you went to 
Mm-hmm. Like it's like people can do that, you know. Like, but the promotion is stuff. But you got to have money to lay out. <coughs> yeah. He also has some lore. Yeah, but my understanding is most of the people who appear at the like uh, the thing like Horror Hound. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think all of them do, but most of them they have like a contract that has like a downside guarantee. So like you're there selling your autographs and stuff, right? Right. And they guarantee that you'll make X amount of dollars. And if you don't, then they'll make up the difference. But otherwise, yeah. So a lot of those people, they're not even paying for, you know what I mean? Right. I imagine somebody like Kane Hodder you are because, you know. Shit, dude, his line was long. I was was surprised because he does so many conventions and stuff. Right. That I really didn't expect him to have much of a line at all. We had a long line every time we went in there. I was kind of yeah. surprised. <coughs> oh, damn. Yeah, it's a slippery slope to get into that shit, man, because that, that's what I mean. Like, you need the money to fucking... Well, no, that's the thing. You take one bad event, you lose your ass. Yep, yep. And with luck like mine and yours, it'd be that first event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One and done. Yeah. And I know death. I saw a fucking seating chart for this motherfucker somewhere, and now I can't find it. That wouldn't be a bad thing to dip your toes in, man. Do it starting out with somebody like Joe. I dude, I think I think five grand might be like they really do charge sometimes, especially if they don't really want to do it. They kind mm-hmm. of just give you a number they don't think you're gonna pay. Mm-hmm. Is what I heard because like uh, Jimmy J was trying to do some shit in Atlantic City and like it didn't work out, but he was talking to me about it and like he said that that's that's what he's been running into. That you know the bigger stuff, they'll give a realistic price and work with you because, like you said, they're gonna sell autographs to shit anyway. So you know they're gonna make money on their own, let alone what you'll pay them. But mm-hmm. yeah, if it's like an unknown thing, they're gonna just see if you'll pay them a ridiculous amount of money to go. Right. And some fuckers do. Like he was trying to get Vince Russo to because when he was doing his wrestling stuff, he was trying to get Vince Russo to do it, and he was giving him like a really high number. And he was telling me, he said in a very nice way, come on, man, like you're Vince Russo. Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? So. It's funny. Very interesting, though. Yeah. Still looking for that seating chart, aren't you? Yeah. but You'd think it would be easy to find how many fucking seats it has, right? One would think. <laughs> But I do, for some reason, 600 keeps jumping out of my, my head. But I don't, you know, again, do you, can you sell 600 tickets to see Joe Bob? I that, don't fucking know. That's the thing. I'm <coughs> saying, man, if you could, if you, if you could get Joe Bob for a reasonable price, like around, you know, five grand or whatever it is, like, you know, you get somebody else a little bit of a lesser name, but a little more, like, but still has a little drawing power. Uh, Thom Matthews. For instance, you know, mm-hmm. somebody like that might be able to sell out that fucker. Especially if you have some meet and greet shit. Oh, wait, here it is. We're in big yeah, trouble. To- if we're, what? Total seats 626. Okay. We're in big trouble if Rob starts getting fucking promotions and billing all these people. 
Dude, I thought for a long time about the reason I knew how I knew that it was like 600 is because I looked at this one year I was thinking about starting well, like a horror film festival. That'd be awesome. Because <laughs> there was a, a company used to run one here for years. It was really successful. But then um, I don't know why. I think they, the guy who owned it sold it. And then the people who took over did a shit job with it. Mm-hmm. So then it just, you know, went out of business. But so I, I was thinking about picking that up. But then, you know, COVID. Yeah. I lay out money for that. That's that's the only fucking problem with it. Yeah. But with a film festival, you get sponsors and stuff to help offset the cost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can even do that with the shit you're trying to do with uh Joe Bob if you get another couple names like you know, get somebody to pick it up, I'm sure. Yeah. Even if it's just one. You can get a couple grand out of them. It'll help. That wouldn't be bad, man. If you can get a decent spot, like if you can get a good structure, just for like, you know, something bigger, if you can get a good structure down and get a sponsor to lay out that money and use that sponsor money for just that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Uh, that wouldn't be bad. I'll be damned. Yeah. Plus, with film festivals, you can charge people to enter your festival. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to submit their movie, and they like your movie's trash when you're showing it, but they keep their money. <laughs> That's a good business model. <laughs> That's the best business model I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah. Movie's trash. <laughs> Pay the submission fee so I can tell you your movie is trash. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that sound like a perfect professor for Rob? <laughs> it does. Oh. Him and Greg would make a killing doing that. Yeah. Have the greatest movie in the world. They'll mm-hmm. both give you a million reasons why it sucks. Mm-hmm. But anyone, anyone that I know who's ever had anything to do with a film festival, all they'll do is tell you how hard the work is. Like, oh, apparently, it's just a bitch. You, I would imagine there's rights involved with that stuff too. Somewhere. Well, not if you lines. get new, like not if you're just showing new movies. You get get submitted. You know that's pretty easy yeah. to get around. Yeah, <clears throat> it's true. You know, you start trying to show older movies, and I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. In in that instance, I wouldn't deal with a theater that didn't already have a license to show that shit. You know what I mean? Or you'd just be like me and show it anyway. So then you have to outlay a bunch of money that, uh... Oh, you know, you want the, the tale of this fucking puppy, dude. So I'm stuck in the house alone with both these little cocksuckers today, right? Mm-hmm. And with a fucked up back, so pretty much my supervision was screaming at them whenever they did something wrong because I couldn't get up to really do much. And I finally peel myself up off the couch. So much pain, dude. And I went in. I said, I haven't eaten all day. I, let me fucking try and put something on the stove to eat. So I, I struggle. I finally get something on the stove to eat, and I come back in the living room. One of them. Now they're both in the living room. They, we're not to the point where they're like always together because mm-hmm. you know it can't really be trusted right now so they're finally together and i come back in here one of them pissed all over the couch nice well and i that i don't know which one it was and they're both looking at me <laughs> i'm like fuck my original dog does not pee in the house. Like he'll go on the pad like at, at night and stuff. He'll go on the pad. But for the most part, he does not pee in the house. But now, like when I yelled 
she ran into his crate immediately. So I don't know if it's because I yelled or because I, I, you know, he just, or because he peed on the couch. So they both run into the crate. They're both sitting there staring at me. And I can't really reprimand one because I don't know who the fuck did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a sticky situation. Now I'm pulling piss off the couch. And I'm, as I'm doing it, I'm like, you know, how funny would it be if it was, because I'm sitting there going, I know it was fucking Gizmo because he fucking doesn't stop pissing in the house. But I'm like, how funny would it be? Because my original dog, Jeter, he still doesn't like Gizmo. Like, how funny would it be if he's like set him up? <laughs> you know, like how fucking hilarious would that be if he pissed on the couch and was like, you know what? Here we go. Yeah. You smacked on the ass. <laughs> That'd be genius. <clears throat> so yeah, I didn't know I was in a conundrum there. Yeah, that's a problem. They just both kept getting yelled at for it while I was cleaning it. <laughs> I was just so pissed off. And pain cleaning piss off a couch. You do have to do. I I still do for the life, and we do not understand how you don't like jackass. Cause it's stupid. But th- yeah, that's 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 the thing. Like, yeah, it's fucking dumb. I like highbrow stuff, like The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock <laughs> and Channing Tatum and, that, and Daniel Radcliffe, uh, and any stupid shark movie you can find, right? And Sharkula, yeah. Highbrow, <laughs> yeah. Did you see the bad CGI shark guy cut his hair? And they were talking about uh, how he should have had a hair dick auction. <laughs> no. <laughs> a hair dick auction? Yeah. What? You remember hair dick, yeah, right? Yeah, From bad CGI sharks. No, I do yeah. not remember hair dick. <laughs> no, you got to watch bad that CGI movie. sharks again. No, 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 no. I'm good. <laughs> do not need to do that ever. I'm good. Seen it once. The, yeah. He's sitting next to the homeless guy and he turns over and he's like, nice hair, dick. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Peak script writing. Is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't remember hair, dick. I think I just kind of pushed that movie out of my brain entirely. Oh, oh. man. You're missing out. Oh, really what? Are. Hair dick. <laughs> yeah, I guess. 